before all that, right, is to get the intent right first. Okay. I think in the first timers, right, I think they can never buy their first one because they, yeah, I want to stay. yeah, I want to invest. So I call a lot of people, actually in Malaysia, not a lot of property investors. Huh? A lot of home buyers. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they think they're investors. They la. think they're uh, investors. They, 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 they buy homes. <laughs> so, oh, sure, I got six properties. No, no, you got six homes. <laughs> <laughs> so this one for your weekend la, this one for your first wife la, second wife la. <laughs> mm. then then it becomes like all costs mm. yeah, yeah pretty uh, much uh. yeah mm. so when you look really look into like data type right those are the properties that most of the most often you won't want to buy mm. um, to stay uh, because it's just not rational it's such a crampy place why would people pay such a high rental mm-hmm. and things like that Who, Sean I don't like mm. it's not whether you like or not <laughs> You look into like rental and things like that. Yeah, of that, course. That's when the decision making process becomes very, very complicated. Mm. Before we begin the podcast, have you gotten your free ebook? It's called the Build a Six Figure Portfolio Guidebook. Now, inside it, we share with you the tips and tricks to bring your stock investing skills to the next level. The best part, it's only 10 pages long and it's totally free. Whether you're on Spotify or YouTube, the link to download is in the description or you can go to www.firl.co slash f-r-e-e or www.firl.co slash free. All right, everyone. Welcome to welcome back to the Fire Podcast, best place for long-term stock investors. Today, it is a long-awaited, maybe not for you guys, but definitely for us. For us, and we're gonna do a slight detour, slight detour, but it's gonna be important for you regardless, right? You're an investor, so you're interested in all sorts, everything related to finance. And our detour today uh, will involve Mister Sean from the YouTube channel. I Heng. Welcome to the podcast. Yo, what's up? It's actually I Heng though. I Heng. <laughs> but no worries, no worries. So, so, sounds, I Heng sounds like, you know, it's like an iPhone I, product. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I City or I, yeah, yeah. you know. But Ipo, ma. Ipo, true. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah, true. Islan. Islan. Ite. It's Malaysian so, style. Yeah. Okay, so, obviously today we're going to talk a lot about um properties right mm. and i think if you go online and uh, if you guys are listening to this you go online youtube or whatever and you search Yihung podcast uh you can check out his podcast as well as some other podcasts where he share with you his personal stories mm. and today's podcast is not really about that mm. because uh, there's really a lot of good content out there you know especially uh you, when you were on ycs it's a three hour long podcast Wait, you, you almost cannot let it go huh? <laughs> Four hours, almost uh. four hours. No, he's 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 he's, uh, he's a yeah, diamond about and, it because uh, I I beat him one time, yeah. and then yeah. he said that he has to come back second round to be the longest. Uh. So oh. that, that's why yeah, yeah, that's, that's he's fetish about it. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always want to be the longest uh, on 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 CS. But anyway, yeah. So there, are, you want to get the full story? Head over to uh, the Yamcha Sessions podcast. Uh, I mean, Iheng, mm. and yeah. Um, I guess I want to start off right by saying basically today what we're going to talk about, mm. right? I think the first thing is, uh, of course, a little bit about your background, but fundamentally is, how, how do you get started in properties? What are the pitfalls? As well as, as, well as you know, your sharing, mm. right? Some of the mistakes, 
some of the things that you've done right that really helped propel you to become uh, someone who actually owns multiple properties, mm. right? So I just want to start off by asking you, right, before properties, let's talk about money, mm. right? What was your relationship like with money when you were a lot younger? Oh, I'm only money-minded. Ah. I was very money-driven. Okay. And you know, like, like Asian families, right, how they make you study? Mm. 1A50 lah. Oh, so ah, that was so the incentive. really I didn't get that man. Oh, yeah. No wonder I get C, <laughs> C's and D's. Andy, Andy, sector Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, uh, yeah, so that kind of like strive through whatever I was studying. So mm. like, how many A's? Then you got how many? How many bucks? And so I how much do you get per 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 exam? You know how much? Um, you get? So I'm a surprisingly a lot of people don't know this. Uh, I'm a straight A student. Mm-hmm. So my SPM is like straight A, like 13 subjects. Wow. Oh, so it's 650. Uh, yeah. So, so, if, so that's a bonus if you can excel all. Mm. Uh, and then with all those money, right? All of people would ball on them. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, PlayStation, yeah. Micro Genius, Sega, Mega Drive, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But surprisingly, I was not in that category. Mm. And um, my father then was on the other extreme. It's like, um, if I were to go to like private universities, back okay. then if I were to apply, right? Mm. Why you are so obsessed with all the rich kids? Don't learn or adopt whatever the rich kid does. Mm. Yeah, That's so, your dad. Yeah. So he's uh, more on uh, artistic, art, uh, cultural kind of things. That's why I'm a music teacher also. So I play in orchestra as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So so my family, so I was brought up in a situation where I know money is very important because on my um, mom's side where the family is more like diverse in investment, like stocks mm, right. and uh, properties and things like that. And that is where I started. So the one time, last time, my home back in Taman Sri Muda mm-hmm. was flooded. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So after flooded, right, then I was uh, transferred to my auntie's house for two or three weeks. While your parents clean it up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened is then she brought me around to look at properties. Mm, how old were you? That time was like 12, 13. So that, that was the very, very first thing. Like, so she just drive around, drive around. Then every now and then the dinner table will talk about which property they buy mm. and how they make money. And mm. like, oh, then you being a kid, you only obsess about Sonic, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> then uh, after, until when I almost graduated, then I go back and teach. So I was teaching Kumon as an instructor. Mm. Man. Uh, Nightmares, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I- Wait, I, you teach only which level? Which? Highest, uh, complete. Wow. So I, I prepare students for completion. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So there I reached K only for me. I think K is very- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So but K so K M N O. So I think then you almost graduation. Right? But the end almost. part is really like you don't know what you are studying really. Like. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, differentiation. Like when yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I was at K. <laughs> the rest all was still relevant, I think. Uh, that, yeah. Anyway, but then uh, after that then uh, I followed so I stayed over. And she then brought me around to the factory areas in Sungai Buloh. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. was a realtor, is it? No, she was just an investor. I see. And she was helping a friend to collect rental. Ah, wow. Okay. Then, uh, then my 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 role then every uh, morning she hey, will come away. Then okay, she always bluff me with breakfast. Oh, <laughs> uh, at then, the end. Then then <laughs> okay, good. Then when we reach a particular uh, place, then hey, go down and collect uh, the check. Go down and collect check. Go down and collect check. Mm. The first month, okay lah. Second month, third month, then I start realizing why are these people paying her money? Ah. And after a year, right, they will increase mm. for the <coughs> rentals to her. You yeah. know, like, what what is happening? Mm, mm, so mm, she mm. just casually, you know, like when a 
when a young chap asks you a question, you just casually answer like, ah, they're paying for space. Ah. It's stuck until today. Paying for space. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, for a lot of people who are fortunate enough, like we all have homes at PJ or yeah, Subang, yeah. right? We will not understand the concept of rent. Yes. Yeah, until yeah, we correct. start paying them. Yeah. Correct, correct. Then even for a room, huh? A pigeonhole like this costs six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Nothing on a tie. Window also don't have. Yep. So then you only you start to realize that hey, quantity of space is one thing. Mm. Then when you go to uh college, then you see like hey, why certain rooms are better? Certain mm-hmm. quality then comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then only I realized that hey, real estate is a thing. Mm. Uh, then after I, then. At that same time, because of my studies, uh, I kind of flunk my A levels. <laughs> Although SPM from a straight A student but no, to no fifty ringgit lah, is nah, that right? No, that time no more already. Oh, Incentive no more. gone. Uh, that's, that's the reason. <laughs> no, 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 because after that, uh, when I was in A levels, I was working part time already. I was teaching okay, okay. Uh, music. I was teaching sports. I was t- uh, mm-hmm. selling shoes. Then um, hustling la. Then I, when you see income ready, right? Then you realize the academic portion of things, right? Yeah. I peer pay the lecturer to scold me. <laughs> <laughs> then on this side, I actually make money mm. on my own. Then, right, right. then you start to not focus on technical stuff anymore. But that allowed me to be uh, learning in a few aspects. Number one is suffering. Mm. Uh-huh. So uh, when you work for other people, right? Then you understand the value of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was also instilled since very young, like 11 because it must, it's my father's factory. La. So I was like uh, taking up gunny sacks. Uh, then I was working in a chocolate factory before yeah. for, uh, for Cadbury. Yeah. yeah, So I was a tester. That was the best job. <laughs> I thought that was the best job until the second week. Uh. After when you got gelat. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know which one got the raisin one, which one got the fruit one, which one, the, the dairy milk one was the best. Uh. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. Objectively. <laughs> why, why are raisins raisin there anyway? Like, I don't understand chocolate raisins. Yeah. yeah. So after that, then uh, back to the A-levels time, then mm. uh, I kind of flung, then I went into a uni that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So, I was, was? So, so I was doing, because I was good in math, mm. then uh, people just thought that, hey, very conveniently, you're an engineering dude. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So I was studying uh, engineering. So I went to the school, right? Uh, mechanical, uh, applied maths was my strength. Wow. Okay. okay. Oh, that's not easy, man. So applied, <laughs> applied maths. Apply uh, yeah. So applied maths is uh, differentiated into two, mechanical and statistics. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So I will never understand why it's H for statistics. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my statistics almost fail, yeah. always like single digit marks, but yeah. my... Uh, mechanical was full. Yeah. Vector and all that. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's not everyone that like, at what velocity the ball will raise up or yeah, raise down. Yeah, or yeah. The, I did apply maths. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> then I went into engineering. Only when I, I, I kind of gave up when I studied material. Mm. Material sciences. Yeah. Wow. So because you need to know like the degree between atoms. So yeah. you need to twitch that degree. Then the strength of Ten- the material becomes way higher there. Ten style strength and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, okay, like, this is enough, lah. <laughs> <laughs> then I then I went and applied for architecture. Mm, mm, so throughout mm. the architecture, right, at, that was the Asian economy crisis. crisis Ninety seven. Yeah. Then my father's business was not very good at that time, lah, So okay. it was affected. Okay. So I was the boy because of the excellent academic, right? The boy that was supposed to go for uh, scholarships, mm. but I didn't. <laughs> So, so your dad had to have a backup plan. Huh? Yeah, so he like, okay, you know what? I just got tuition fee. You need to figure out the rest. Okay. And in architecture, the first semester is your pens. The pen set, right? And the drawing set is already 300 bucks. For yeah. To draw your blueprints and, and the designs. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pen is like, 
it needs to be a it's like a technical drawing pen, something like fountain pen. Yeah, cannot use G two pilot can, pen. Can, 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 can. It's different different thickness. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then we we need to draw on different paper like butter paper. Then the butter paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, okay. Then yeah, the, the baking paper. Really. <laughs> oh. Uh, so that's how people design. So last time when floor plan above floor plan above floor plan. How uh-huh. do I see the relationship between second story to the first story? That's, that's layers for you. M- Mahjong people cannot, right? Uh, Mahjong, Mahjong, the transparency cannot, is cannot, not... Cannot, cannot oh, you, need, you need that transparency, but you also need a certain like uh, durability of the paper. Uh, is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but there was all design stuff. Okay, like, okay, okay. Then at that time, uh, technology was not as advanced. Mm. So computer gadgets was terribly expensive as well. No AutoCAD at that time. Uh. Got, right? Got, got, got. But, but very expensive. Uh. Yeah. And... Uh, the camera, because our homework is like to submit photos for architecture. For oh, man. Those. There's no uh, such thing as an iPhone 4K at that time. Uh, I'm very that sure. time, uh, <laughs> my my digital camera was 4 megapixel. <laughs> and it was 800 bucks. <laughs> That's a lot of money back then. Uh, and then you you need to buy the rechargeable battery and every battery is like ener- the, the energizer one. is super expensive. Like. So every assignment costs money and money and money. Mm. And the end of the semester, then you have a final presentation. We need to print out our ideas and sketches and whatsoever for a particular development mm. in maybe three A1 size papers. Oh, that's, that's big. Like this wall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The printing itself is like five, six hundred bucks. And your dad said, I'm only going to sponsor you yeah. the, the tuition fees. So all yeah. these ancillary fees are actually. So, uh, so at that moment of time, I need to teach tuition, need to hustle a bit, mm. and just to get my. <clears throat> my submission done. So roughly how much that would look like a month, let's say, just to submit? Uh, let's say six hundred, six, eight, three, three months for per semester. So around 500, 600 a month. Damn. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then like, sometimes your marks are also based on the materials you use. Ooh, <laughs> it's so unfair, man. It's yeah, like that's why it's like, well, when we need to build model, so sometimes you use cardboards. Yeah. So me, you being thrifty as, <laughs> we yeah. just use cardboard, right? Then some people use Perspex, like cool. transparent <laughs> one. Then now you got people using 3D printers. Oh man. So because architecture is very relevant to technology mm, and yeah, the lecturers actually, right. actually appreciate. Uh, so there's two types. Uh, one is a very, um, very uh, romantic towards like old school mm-hmm. uh, art stuff. And some is a very advanced. The towards, classic. Uh. Uh, so you want more advancement in technology and 3D printing model. Oh, so we can score. <laughs> and, uh, then, so too bad. Uh. <coughs> so the subject, I didn't do very good. Uh. Yeah. Uh, then um, because of that time, then I need to hustle on the side. Right. And being in architecture school is already tough enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people in architecture school don't sleep, man. Yes. Yeah, I, I always wondered why, uh, actually, because I, I, be- I have friends who say the same thing as well. Because there's no end to creative process. Oh, man. Okay. Let's say I have, okay, this absolute building in mind, I want to present out to mm. communicate the mm. idea of the building, right? I have three weeks for doing up the communication, which is the drawings, the essays, the pictures and all. But in that three days time, your brain is still moving. Mm. Hey, this corner, you know, I can do extra. Hey, this angle, <laughs> I can improve, right? Then you improve, then you need to redo the whole thing again and mm, again and again damn. and again and again. The iteration <clears throat> of it. Uh. Mm. So that is when I only understand that's, a, that's never a perfect idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a, a execution part of things are actually more important than the idea. Mm. You can improve on a C idea and present it in a B plus manner. I see. Really? Oh. But you have an A plus idea 
but you couldn't finish a communication. It can be a C plus. It can it, you will fail. Oh, so it, like the your your oratory skills when you present in front of your lecturers mm. or even if your friend I don't know if you present in front of your fellow mates. Yeah, you not only have to be basically it's marketing la. Yeah, so you have to market your 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 design right. Yeah, and unbuilt building. Uh, mm. So so you need to justify how you use the space la. How you respond oh. to sight and it's a very subjective manner. Mm. Of course, of course. Creative, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um at that time only I need to cope with schoolwork at the same time work part-time. Mm-hmm. So generally, like during the other podcast, right, in an in a week at that time, right, I only sleep 24 hours. So average about so uh, average will have two three nights without four, sleep, three mm. to four hours a, a, a mm-hmm. night, yeah. And and when we plan projects, right? Okay, like let's say, uh, today's Monday, Wednesday submission, twelve o'clock, right? We calculate the hours without <laughs> considering sleep one. Of course, uh. But <laughs> so also you're working with a with a team, lah, right? Um, both. So there are individual and there are right. team books, right? Okay. So after that, then only I need to prepare because everyone else on on year three was uh preparing for school in overseas really. Um, uh, so mm. we finished like well, architecture that three parts, part one, two, three. The second part in Malaysia that that time not not available yet. So we need to go overseas. I so see. so I had a school that I want to go to in Australia. Then I calculate wow <laughs> 30 USD. Like, eh, 30,000 mm. Aussie. Like. Aussie. Uh, one excluding semester. excluding the uh, amenities yeah, and, and all that. that uh, school fees only. So yeah. like my idea is like okay la, let's go there uh, pay the first two semesters, mm. then I work at the same time. I've worked here already, so what's the big deal? Then I did that. So after right after graduation, everybody was very happily applying, go party before they can go mm-hmm. to uh, overseas. Mm-hmm. Ma. Uh, three months before my my graduation, right, I was already uh, hustling in terms of uh, figuring out ways to raise money. Mm-hmm. Mm. So everyone was reading design magazines. Mm. I was reading personal money. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, I think, one of the age publication like for newbies. Man. Yeah. And that's how I started in stocks. <clears throat> I see. So I was trading in stocks uh, very young. And uh, the one of the very rare things is I start by warrants. Because wow. uh, you can get huge volumes of low uh, price. If I lose 600 bucks, uh, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> but right, if I were to raise, <clears throat> like, if I would have made it, right? Mm. Whoa, away. So from 600, I, I made until like 10, 20,000. Mm. Wow, solid, man. Uh, then, but when you thought that that's good, it's not good enough. Then after it's yeah, like twenty thousand can do what you yeah. turn to Aussie. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's not even it's not even ten k Aussie, weeks, man. Yeah. yeah. Then after that, uh, when I go to uh, when after graduation, then I was how to raise money. That was the ultimate objective. How mm. to raise money for school fees. Mm, mm, then mm. I got into uh, gold trading. The <coughs> illegal one. Okay. Then uh, that is where you make a lot of money also. Yeah. But, but I was just an investor. La, so they tell, tell you, promise you very flowery Guaranteed rates, returns, right? Yeah. Uh, so I made it like, because I had insider, so I exit out pretty fast. Yeah. Then number two is, uh, I got into uh, selling and buying for real estate. Mm. So at that time then, you start to figure out, I sold my first property, it was a factory. And I did it in a matter of days. Okay. And the first paycheck was like 17,800. So that really opened your eyes again. Then you then wonder like, why do people work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then when people start, then when people start to look at this manner, right? Mm. Then you understand how people make money and how people become slaves for money. Mm. 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 Mindset. Uh, yeah. Then when you 
Then I start drilling into real estate. So I was trading, uh, so I was selling factories, houses, um, whatever. Then this was got, before you went overseas for your... F- mm, I didn't. So end up, I did real estate for like, by books, it's like one year plus. La, but okay. I actually worked for six months. Only. I see. Because that six months, I was the best rookie. I was the, Because at the time, I property was basically free. Oh, for listing. Mm. Mm. So it was a very cheap, like, a very cheap rate. And whatever I post, right, it will close on the same day itself. Mm. So you start mm. to wonder, and when you are a 21-year-old person, yeah, five-figure, yeah. Yeah, gone man. case, this person, gone case. <laughs> I was basically living in clubs. Mm. Uh, ah, so so, so this is this interesting part, right? Because, you know, leading up to 21 years old, mm. because you had to like, raise money for your degree and all these other costs and you mm. were as in your own words they were people were partying and you were not mm. but then when you've got that big money and then now you're partying or you're in clubs mm. so like walk me through that that sudden uh, change man that transition um so it's a transition when you are poor mm. then suddenly when you have Easy money. Mm. Ah, okay, okay. So I think that was the, I think the, that's the right definition of easy money. Mm, mm. So when you have easy money, you don't really realize the real value of it. Mm. Mm. Then um, when people still go overseas to me, I'm still like a, somewhat like a loser. I'm still in Malaysia. Okay. Figuring out, figuring out whether I want to go overseas or not. Okay. So mm. after I raise my money, good enough that I can go for the first year. Do I still want to go? No. <laughs> so you change you your mind. More, you want more. <laughs> because right? if I were to go, I come back, right? I look at their salary. I can never achieve that. Yep. Right. Then um, after that, then when I come to awareness that, hey, why not I sell hotels? Why not I sell malls? Mm. Why not I sell land? Mm. That's why I go, went into masters of real estate. I see. Mm. So I have a masters in real estate from University of Malaya. And I was the youngest chap there. I see. Most of them were more senior realtors. All was GMs, uh, people with titles. Ah, so I was work- and all that. Yeah. Right? So I was working with people's assistant. What? For assignments. What? Let's say team assignment, three of us. I'm working with your assistant. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're too busy running the yeah, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was that youngest chap in the class, right? Yeah. Then that opened up a lot. So like, wow, you get to sell more. This is when uh, Mid Valley was on sale. Oh. Oh. Wow. oh, that time they... Oh, because it's Strata, right? No, so they want to transfer over to... Now it's IGB. Ah, yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Uh, 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 so, oh, what? Mega Mall? <laughs> oh. Then then at that time, you understand horizons really. Then mm. when I see bigger things and bigger things, right? then I got into development. Mm. So that's at the same time as my studies, uh, I was working. So I joined this development company mm. and mm. there start uh, six years. So I was stuck there for six years. Mm. Uh, so when you go back to... From five figure, you go back to a normal takong mm. jai. <laughs> Which is below five figures at the uh, So so the interview process, I was a very, very bad person. Uh, because like, I was get, I was getting a pay cut, a massive pay cut to mm. come and learn. Mm, 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 and they treat me like I'm getting paid like some grand <laughs> salary at that. La. But then I was like, so young, la, so yeah. naive. Yeah. Then uh so I start to realize that oh how this is how people got stuck. Mm. Then uh I was okay enough because uh, I witnessed certain people who made their money and party all them away. Mm. Mm. So I had some savings and I immediately mm. followed the Ho Chi Sun map. Mm. Uh, mm. So this is when, before MRT was up. Oh yeah. So so that is the step-by-step guide and I think like, okay, okay I have this amount of money and I only thought that 10% was enough to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So I had 30,000. Mm. Then I will go around the map lah. Hey, where you got 30,000? Uh, meaning 300,000. Uh, yeah. 
300,000 close to MRT that is yet to be drawn out. Hmm. Then look, 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 look. Then I found one. Then when I pay the down payment, then only the other fees can yeah. start coming and then you have this realization again. Uh, and then, hey, what, what do people say 10%? <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is that when lawyer fee, hey, this is lawyer fee. Okay, okay, I pay. Lo. Then the bank lawyer fee come. Oh, uh, yeah. Aren't you guys the same guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I, at that time, I was delaying payment. Mm, because oh. I didn't have any more money. Mm, I mm, silent mm. everything, right? Really mm. just silent 30,000. Okay, finish. Mm. Right. I need to have my next month's salary to clear off. Next month's salary to clear off. Wow, that was intense. So I learned that the very hard way. Uh, Actually, I just want to unpack a little bit about the part where, you know, you were willing to take a pay cut from five earning five figures mm. from commission and then going back to a takong or a salaried guy, right? Mm. What were the thought process and the emotions? What were the... Because uh, why I want to ask you that question, Sean, is this. You see a lot of people mm. having very, very cushy jobs. Mm. And then they, they they struggle to say, hey, but John, I envy you, or MJ, I envy you, or Sean, I envy you because you, you are in a way financially stable mm. in some sense, right? But take us through the process of willing to take the humble pie, one, mm. willing to be uncomfortable mm. and willing to be able to know that only if you do this, then only you can progress, you know? Honestly speaking, I was not that... Uh Matured la, to think of that. Yeah. <laughs> so it was merely a decision made because I look at my fellow teammates and the same team, right? Mm. This guy, 52 years old, doing the same thing. Ah, ah that's good. Mm. Then mm. I was like 21. I don't need to do that until I'm 52. Uh-huh. <laughs> same thing, every day, oh, go and hang the number. Then, hello, hello, you want to buy? You want to buy? <laughs> so to me, no value. Mm. Mm-hmm. But so it's like not nothing much of skills involved. Mm. And that time I had more awareness that I'm not a person that's only with money. Mm. So like money, yeah, five figures very good. But then no difference. I'm not that happy. Mm. But when I learn new stuff, I feel Mm. more alive. Mm. So when I get into the development company, that's one of the most complicated things ever, man. Mm. Mm. To get a raw land and to build something and to sell and based on REITs. You know what? That's a fantastic discussion. So I think... Because you know, a lot of our listeners are stock investors. Yeah. And they always ask us about, hey, w- w- why don't you buy, uh, do you want to buy EcoWorld? Do you want to buy Satya? Mm. And one of the reasons we give is that development companies are very complicated. Yeah. Mm. We, we know that from the outside. So mm. now, as an insider, can you like really spell out to us, right? What mm. complicated application means. Yeah. So mm. that means from the point where okay. they get the land bank all the way until... Okay, how do you even get the land bank? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you get the land <clears throat> Okay. So this depends whether this company whether they want to go public listing or not. Oh. So, ah, okay. So if it's a PLT, like private, a private. Uh, private one, then uh, whatever the founder says. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's public listed, then you need to go through a lot of audit processes. Correct, correct. Okay. So the audit trail needs to be fulfilled. Mm, there right, needs to right, be no right. middleman. Mm. need to have whatever, right? Mm. So... Um, but ultimately, these are land banks purchased mostly several years back. Okay. That's why you look at the bigger players in the market, right? Those are old rich. Mm. Mm. Uh, so they bought and- The old wealth. Uh, and a lot of companies just to list, it's just to enable them to be listed. They need land banks. Like I think 1,000 acres. Oh, ah. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, so for to a development company to be listed. So see. you see a lot of northern part of Malaysia's land bank all belongs to this. Uh. Ah. Uh, so- that's just the criteria part. But then when you go into it, so when I get a piece of land, right, 
um, you need to think about several things. Number one is uh, plot ratio. Plot ratio. Okay. Meaning like how many, how much can I build? Units. Uh. So there's a limitation to 60% of land only I can build as floor. So let's say it's an acre. Mm. Four, five, eh? Four, three, five, six, zero uh. square feet. Mm. So it's uh, per acre. La. So okay. I can only build 60% of it as my plinth. Your plinth? Plinth is my floor area for the okay, for okay, the tower. Okay. 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 Ah, okay. Uh, so, so this is by law. La. Okay, okay. So, gen- so a general rule of thumb. La. So when I was following my mentor back then, and then he brought me there. Like, hey, this land can buy. How you know can buy? <laughs> <laughs> so he he broke it down in a simplest way. Three yeah. things: land cost, um, development cost, mm. construction cost, okay. plus your profit. Okay. Then can this match the market value? Okay. Of the surrounding. Okay. If can buy. Ah, but how do they scout? Actually, I'm always very curious, right? How do they actually scout for this? Like, especially in an urban, take mm. us through an urban area and take us through something like, let's just say the first guy who started off mm. in Puchong. Because like Puchong, if you talk about 20, 30 mm. years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought yeah. go there? And, yeah. so, so based on experience, like a lot of these places starts from agriculture. Yep. Ah. So a lot like the palm oil, palm oil, oil yeah, yeah. mining, yeah. All this starts from agriculture. Then there's a small town. Yeah. Then they just built from the town. I see. So you see a lot of developers was not from building development yeah. kind of develop uh, company. Okay. Right. So then um the other question just now you say is uh, uh after you get this into the market rate you compare whether they can buy or not. Yeah. Then only we get into the consultant part. I need to engage on board like six main con- uh, consultants. The architect, then the M&E engineer, the structural engineer, the technical, the geotechnical Geotechnical, engineer, yeah, soil. Yeah. Then the planner, surveyor. Town planner, right? Uh, uh, uh. So you need to, so some zones you can build ratio up to, you can build a high tower, mm. not to use so many jargons. Then the other one, you can build only a low tower. Mm. So sometimes like old time uh, Subang, you cannot build apartments. Mm-hmm. because Subang Airport okay. was still in international. I see. So flight landing path and all that. Uh, so until KRIA was up, <coughs> then only put the uh, Subang turn into a city now. Uh, so that is the restrictions. And, it's, and it's alive. It's, like it's ever-changing. Mm-hmm. At, at, at that particular moment of time, you get to build this amount of ratios and things like that. Then you need to see whether the market can take or not. I see. And that and this is the balance, right, where you need to consider your cost, your quality, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. speed. Mm, mm, so mm. a general speed from raw land to uh, launch, okay, it's around two to three years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty fast, really. Actually, that's yeah, a general, the typical, general, speed, typical. Uh, but you mm. have seen so based on my experience, I've seen certain developers six months, eight months from uh, raw land to launch. Yeah. Uh. even oh. before when they buy, they know they are in the deal already. Uh-huh. They start planning and they go already. I see. I so, see. Uh, so these are developers where they are more on the margin side of things. Okay. So some developers are more on the arts side of things. I see. Ah, okay. Uh, so part of my inspiration to start a channel mm. also is when, how do I um, get into the same level <clears throat> with company founders? Mm. Because when I was working, then I was like uh, interviewing Tan Sri, Status, all this kind of thing. Right? And uh, I was always the guy doing the presentation. Uh, press, mm. Pressing the next button. I see. I see. <laughs> to I see. wear very smart, <laughs> wear tie, go into the boardroom. Next. <laughs> that was my only role. Um, then you realize that, okay, uh, generally, development business in Malaysia are all family based. 
And how do I get there? Mm. My Akong not that rich, so mm. <laughs> his land choice was in other places. Yeah. So I can never be at the same level. So then, um, and when these people then becomes conglomerate, right? Mm-hmm. Then oh, then it's even harder to catch up with. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So so after that, when they built with all these decision makers in the family, so what I'm trying to say with the family dynamics, right? Is certain in the company itself, you have a mixture of corporate mm. culture and family culture. Mm-hmm. So it's intertwined. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so sometimes it's not who, not whether the fact is right or not, it's mm. who said it. Who said it, right? Uh, right. Uh, uh. So in your experience, right, of course, we're not going to name the bad ones, but mm. in your experience working with many, many of these people, mm. right, what would you say are some developers out there where you feel like management is is, is top quality? In other words, it's more like uh, systematic, it's more institutionalized, like kind of, instead of I say we go, kind of. But I think public listed one generally by the books are already institu- institutionalized. institutionalized. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so I think that there are proper governance into it already. Right, okay. right. Okay. But then uh, like what I'm seeing right now, I'm really into those smaller scale I see. Uh, developers right now. The ones up north, the ones No, in Malaysia, in uh, Klang Valley also, there's a few. Okay. So just okay. to name like Tago, Suntrack. Lagenda. Do uh, you consider Lagenda big or small? Um, based on who you're comparing with. Uh. Okay. Uh, so so these are the guys where that spirit of development, it's really like they can tell me like, okay, you know what? This icon ledge, we drop 600, right? Because it won't, when you put in the compressor, ngam, ngam, your window is raised 500, it won't block your vista, but then it's still functional. The hot air won't go into the, you're the MD, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's still, what you're trying to say is the MD is still very hands-on, very yeah. detail-oriented. That's right. what you're trying to say. But then when you're going to big companies, right? Uh. They don't even know what they're launching. <laughs> because to them, right, they design buildings by Excel. Mm. Oh man. Ultimately, ultimately, when you go into the real, real whether this building is a go or no go for development, mm. for launch, right? Mm. It's based on Excel. And sometimes when you see companies now, then they're pulling back on the launching ah. because um, three years, let's say to, to complete a building is three to four years. Mm-hmm. Margin now is around 10, 12, 15% per mm-hmm. project. Net. Uh, GDV, maybe four, five hundred thousand, four hundred five hundred million. Mm. You think about it, right? Spread mm. across four years. Wow. Provided sold out. Uh, what I get. Yeah. It's very thin. Uh. Might as well, I just hold a land for four years and I sell. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Margin-wise, it makes <coughs> oh, yeah. more sense and less risk. Yeah. Less uh. operational risk also. Yeah. So for now, companies that are not as focused in development, they have mm. side gigs on, right? Mm. I call them side gigs. Side gig. <laughs> other income. <laughs> uh, other incomes, right? Then now they are actually skewing towards the other side. I see. Uh, so not like last time, like 80s, right? The development companies are the biggest one. Yeah. Because everybody slowly know how to play the game. Mm. And because government now also instill a lot of new regulations. Mm. Like the, the 30% uh, regulated, you must have the compulsory social housing. Mm. You build 100 units for sale, you need to build 30 units for... Right. Uh, those, you guess who are paying the bills? Uh. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. Those kind of things. Then suddenly, I I call develop the developers right rare Pokemon's right now. Wow. Wow. The real real blue developers are rare Pokemon's. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very hard. It's very difficult to become a developer already. It's getting mm. harder and harder now mm, mm, with mm. the HDA account. Meaning whatever money collected from the purchasers need to go into an account before I can use them for construction. Escrow lah. It's in a way an escrow lah. Yeah, to yeah, protect yeah. the buyers lah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. So, so building on that, right? Uh, I think this is something that is. V- 
to me, like, is quite hidden to the public, which mm. is what are some of the key regulations mm. that uh, actually happens for development companies? Mm. Because I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, there was a huge property run-up from, I think, 2010 to 2013, 2014. Mm. And there was a regulation that actually came in that actually essentially put a halt or even mm-hmm. slowed down the property market. Mm-hmm. So what are some of these important regulations, right? You feel that an investor needs to know or, or a developer needs to know as well? I always um, think about this in the way where um, it's like current, the tide comes, right? Mm. So when the tide is rising, all boats float. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. So this tide is actually government initiatives. Mm. Uh, and several measures or switches, I call them like government will only switch this off. FD, go down. The mm. interest rate go down. Interest rate, yeah. So I want property to go up. Mm, right. I, I switch up uh, RBGT, will kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like we had the 12, the 10% RBGT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, mm. uh, so then um, I give HOC now. So uh, people could go crazy mm. when I want to control again. So these are the switches that government use. Mm. Besides that, then you have the different implementations like a new government comes in, I'll need to be a populist, I need to win votes. Mm. I right, to right. Set. So it's very easy to just announce like, okay, everybody can get more affordable houses. Mm. Yeah. Guess who is paying the bill? Yeah. The in people reality. who buy. Uh, so, but the, all these are not taught in that process. Yeah, of course. Uh, and this is a topic that I speak quite passionately about in the channel. So the complication also revolves around um, restrictions on building. For example, let's say in KL City, I got this land and the price of the land is depending on how much I can make. Mm. Like that would dictate on how much whether I want to buy or not. So yeah. if I would have a plot ratio, for example, 10. Mm. So this was when I was a rookie. Before election was the best time to appeal. Mm. So 10, I, I cannot make money. Yeah. We are building not enough mm. because the land price to house. Okay. We just submit, we request for 18, for example. Mm. So suddenly I can double up whatever I built. Mm. Then suddenly it makes sense. The density increases, then it makes sense. Uh. Yeah. So these are the things that are more, more dynamic. And then the source of land. <laughs> sometimes it's free market, sometimes mm. it's gazetted, sometimes mm. it's this and that. And uh. Uh, on the previous World Cup, then we have a lot of these kind of incidents happening where developers can advertise their their ads on World Cup uh, advertisements. Then like, whoa, what? where do they get the budget? So mm-hmm. I, I'm very familiar with this because I was the guy who was sent by my boss to go and study. How can this developer sell this property at this price? Mm, with that kind of marketing uh, budget. Because construction costs, right? Everywhere the same one, mm. quite universal. Mm. Your mm. concrete and my concrete, same one. Don't tell me different steel <laughs> from grade. Space, <laughs> from space, from the moon one, this concrete. <laughs> right? But then the ultimate difference when you look into that four, the three costs again, yeah, land yeah, costs, yeah. Uh, construction and things, right? Development yeah. cost, construction cost, same one. Yeah. Land cost is the variation. Mm. Uh, That's why the advantage of having the right father uh, that is very uh, important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got my land at 50 years ago wow. in your price. Oh. Huge difference. Uh. Uh, and yeah, so so with all those dynamic things, you start to realize that, okay, I can never be a developer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what mm. about DIBS and all that? Because you remember in the past where uh, there were a lot of property scams, mm. uh, like uh, if I'm not mistaken, Bukit Buruntong, all mm-hmm. that, right? Where developers were not finishing off their projects mm. and there were a lot of new regulations that came out to protect the buyer. Did that in a way affect 
developers one, and secondly, because of that, did it did it uh, shut down the lousy ones in in a way? Both. Okay. So like when you say the that I think that uh, created the act the HDA. Yeah. The Housing, Housing Development Act. Yeah. So this that twenty what what I year can't is remember. This? So that time that time Klang also got a lot of building unfinished. One. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, the, the place that we go. There's in. there's one very famous one, Berjaya Times Square at the side there. There's one mm. uh, uh, condo because uh, a common friend between Amanda and I, Albert, he actually bought that. That was his first property. He never completed. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst thing is this: yeah. when you sign the loan agreement, right? Yeah. They build up to maybe twenty percent. Yeah. And usually twenty percent is the best time for to chow low lah. Because the disbursement done, and then uh, that's the enough for you to make. Yeah, yeah. because the, that is the concrete stage. Actually, ah. concrete and steel are cheap and very easy to build. I see. So those are the meat. I see of the uh, construction process okay. When you come into architectural stuff and you need to build in the basin, the WC, ah, tedious, ah, ah. but then not as much meat. I see. So all the people chalo only when concrete station. Ah. So if you see a lot of abandoned buildings, right, all left at the concrete stage. <laughs> So it's twenty percent, lah. Twenty twenty five, ah. So after that, the cabling and stuff, the M and E stuff, those yeah. are very very tedious. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So after all these are being abandoned, then the government only uh, created this HDA and to protect everybody, lah. So mm. for those not enough money to roll in the initial start one, mm. those are eliminated. Mm, 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 uh, mm, so I think it's a good thing. I definitely think it's a good thing. Okay. And that's the difference between buying residential projects and buying commercial projects. Okay. Tell us the difference. Residential is protected by HDA. Okay. Commercial is not. There's no uh, regulation that, wow. So your billing, right? So HDA also covers your billing schedule. Okay. Your payment schedule on schedule H. So your foundation, when you pay 10%, when the foundation uh, completed, then there'll be an architect and a QS to certify the job on site. Mm. Then only they will send to the bank to release payment to the developer. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. So all these are done. Yes. So not I say complete and complete. Yeah. But on the commercial side of things, um, they can still rebuild you whenever they want. Huh? I didn't Me- know that. Okay. Meaning like for foundation, yeah. I can show we charge you seventy percent. But isn't the uh, the resident uh, the resident project manager or the architect if she signs off on the progress claims? Correct, correct. Yeah. Just that the the schedule of oh is determined. Ah, I see, I see. So I see. so like now, uh, based on HDA, it's fixed. Okay. So if you are buying a new project, so like ten percent, fifteen percent, fifteen percent, yeah, five percent, twenty percent, and then there's five percent LD after two years or something like that, right? Uh, uh, yeah. So so you that's a fixed one. The developer cannot uh take up more money in the start. I see. But as a commercial project, you can. Mm. So it's up to him. I see. I uh, see. And if you're not happy, they can change one. <laughs> so it's up for you to draft. So me being in the, so when I was in a development company, uh, I had the freedom and also I had the opportunity to build six different projects in a year. Okay. So hmm. we were building a school, we built a team park, we built residential, we built commercial, we built high-rise apartments mm. at the same time. All sorts of, yeah. Uh, so you look at the dynamic and suddenly when we quarrel among team members, right? Hey, why you want like that one? My one, that one. Or only we understand the difference. Mm, the nuances in between. Uh, yeah. Uh, so because of that phase, right, that lead me to a lot of this kind of knowledge where on a normal conventional progress, a person will, from land, I build up to planning, then I only I go full construction, then only I will understand one full project mm, mm. as a high rise. Mm. Then I will start all over again Yeah. as an assistant manager, maybe. Mm, mm. And I start all over again as a manager. Mm. So every three, four years only you up a level in your corporate life. Understand. But to me, 
I was all jam packed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, into, into Baptism school. of fire. Uh, so so then is oh, that is also when we go on site, we speak to a lot of people on the ground. I was also doing sales at the same time. Then you realize that, oh, how investors think and how people think of developers, they only thought that we have two departments. <laughs> <laughs> which were? Which, 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 what was the marketing? Sales and marketing, <laughs> sales and, marketing and construction. Uh, so we build and we sell only. Uh. No, something is that build and collect money. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah, so um, that actually opened up a lot because and me being from, me coming from architecture, mm. that allowed me to see things in a greater scale. Yeah. So my personal satisfaction in my daily work, right, is when I get to document buildings and now, like, I get to show off 50 years down the road, right? Mm. <laughs> last time, it's not like that one. Yeah. Last, yeah, time, got, last time, got no LDP, right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Before LDP, Double Mega and SS2 was same clan, one, eh? Mm. <laughs> then after that, it's... Until it's LDP, uh, yeah. So then, so with all these kind of stories, also, when my, back to my aunt's story, mm. and my uncle all start buying and they sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, right? To me, it was very normal. Mm. Then when I bought my first apartment or so, my mom's like, eh, go lah, go ahead lah. Uh, That's good, man. Yeah, don't, you don't get a lot of uh, like friction. Uh, friction, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. But then on my dad's education side, so they're like, hey, why are you invest? Why are you so money-minded? Mm. Uh, you shouldn't be so money-focused. You need to be career-driven. A, a kind, need to be a kind person. You need to be a person of culture and things like that. So, yeah, also because I was I got so extreme in money, mm. I was so focused, right? Then I had like at twenty two, I got my first one. Then I got one property every year. I see. Buy and buy and buy and buy. I think I got one in trouble. Okay, that changed the pers entire perspective all over again. What was the trouble you got? Yeah. Into? So so I was too bullish. I bought into a property where it's way beyond my pay grade, lah. I one. see. I see. Then I also made a mistake in terms of the financial, the financing tenure. Normal house you buy can 30 years, 35 years okay. payment. I took 15 years. Wow. Why Ooh. so gung ho? Uh? I didn't know. Like, actually, it was a mistake. But then I thought like, after I realized, after I signed, right then like, eh, am I lah? Can one lah? Market good ma. Uh. Until this was in Johor, until the China developers all came in. Oh, Sinong. Yeah. So last time per development, you have like three, 400 units. Mm. Then when the team, the China developers came in, they launched by 3,000, 4,000 <laughs> units, 5,000 units. Then straight away the market, straight away full. Yeah. Uh, so that created a problem. And when the property was uh, fully completed, um, that is when landed strata was being introduced. Mm. Landed strata was very relatively new. Last time in banks, right, it's either you buy landed or buy high rise. Mm. So it's 24, year, eh, 24 months term or 36 months term. Mm. I was a landed strata. Follow which one? <laughs> so by month 30, they asked me to pay install the installment already. Wow. But I still got six months before I get my keys. Mm, mm, mm. So what am I paying for? Yeah. You're paying for hope. <laughs> <laughs> then the, the weirdest thing is then by the fourth Monday, I get red letter already. And I was in Johor back then. The red letter was sent to my house in, in KL. KL. Oh. So you didn't, did your parents notify you? How did you uh, So, so like, hey, why he got red letter? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> then I, that's why I personally firsthand received pink letter, red letter, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Then I got into big financial trouble. Mm. I was 
in a property where I cannot afford at all. Mm. So what 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 did that trouble and uh, the word you used earlier on was uh, it was way above your mm. your affordability, mm-hmm. right? So what did that actually look like? Because I think some people get this idea. Like for example, right? I went to a sales gallery before. I seldom go, but you know, went with friends. And then they'll tell me straight up, hey, yeah, actually, you know, 70% of your income, no problem. DSR. Uh, they'll mm. say, yeah, DSR, that's mm-hmm. what they say. So uh, this property costs you uh, 2000 So as long as you have maybe uh, 3000 enough. Mm-hmm. So that that for me, I was like, whoa, that is the standard. So mm-hmm. what was it in your in, in your case? What, what what do you mean by trouble? Um, I think the installment amount is twice my salary. <laughs> 200% No, actually the more 100%. pertinent question is how on earth did he get the loan? Uh, uh, how, uh, that, yeah, that, so that's the what you need okay, to get. So, so, so <laughs> I, I look at loan processes, right? loan yeah. approvals yeah. as uh, submission of report cards. Mm. So every, every, for every loan I want to get, right, I mm. must present a report card but the benefit is I get to prepare the report card myself. Mm. <laughs> Not bad. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So at that particular moment of time when I need to see you, I need what chante chante is give to you. Three months in advance. Uh. Uh, three to six months. Uh. Yeah. Six, no, not three to six months. Yeah. Then they will see, okay, can you afford or not? Oh, you got a master's degree. Okay, I give you extra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, oh, your future with big company. Okay, okay. Then you have a referral letter. Yeah. Okay, okay. Then you got guarantor. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, get it. Yeah. So the idea was to get it. Mm. And because of the previous successes of, I, of my uh, investment earlier, I buy... Back to the first apartment that I pay me gum gum that ten percent. Right? Yeah, I got the keys. Then I get some neighbor uncle come and fix the lights, fans for me. I immediately ran out mm. within weeks. Mm, 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 mm. Then straight away it, it generated more. The rental was way higher than the installment already. Okay, mm. I never need until today. I think I paid less than six months in terms of installment. Mm. <laughs> the rest was all tenants. Okay, so with that kind of success and cockiness and oh, I, I, <laughs> copy yeah, paste on you yeah, yeah. Hey, my certificate yeah. this one oh. then until you reach because it's, I was playing in a way new ground it mm. was a new location mm. new category that was a luxury home kind of category it I was 1.6 million I see uh, so that got me into trouble and then like okay so where do people go when they have trouble mm. then I saw the AKPK mm. <laughs> for those yeah. is there's an English term for it right is um counseling agency. Explain to us what's AKP. Yeah, yeah. So it's a place uh I think set up by Bank Nagara to assist people with credit card debts. Mm. Ah. Uh, so people who cannot settle their credit card debts because they splurge too much, right? Then this is the place they go. Mm. But to me, my credit card, I was as stingy as possible. So my monthly installment versus my income, right? Almost everything of my income goes to installment right? mm. I was spending 600 to 800 a month including petrol oh wow <laughs> and that was for four years five years <laughs> so until like lately right personal finance kind of took off in Malaysia uh, everyone yeah, like oh yeah, you got yeah. buckets buckets <laughs> 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 then everyone got like hey no, this you got uh, 10% for whatever you want 10% for whatever you for family <laughs> if you want to get rich right Sorry la. <laughs> it, 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 Maybe I, work. I, I I come back later la. So yeah. right, then at that time, I went into AKBK with a mindset that they can help me with my housing loan. Ah. Then when I go in, okay, then the officer thought I was making a fool out of him. I see. He thought I was playing a fool. You know. Your, he thought it was pulling your leg like when you show your finances. Ah. Uh. Uh, then he's like, okay, bro, you your credit card uh, You order a number 
enam ribu settle lah. Tak boleh settle. Okay, fifty bucks for six years ah, seven years ah. Ah, uh, pay fifty bucks every month. Minimum. Ah, uh, <laughs> so it's like no fifty bucks is a fix. Oh, fix. Ah, uh, then like, oh okay, <laughs> because at that time I didn't have any money. I didn't even have if I didn't even have money for petrol already at that time. I see. Wow. So I was that bad lah. Uh, really that bad lah. Yeah. So, um, then they look into my housing. Eh, oh, apartment satu or sini. Ini apa? Ini rumah 1.6 juta. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay a 1.6 million mortgage, right? Uh. You can't settle 6,000. Uh. I'm like, eh, you double, I thought you come, I come here for help. Uh. Can you help me restructure? Because it's easily said and done. I just want yeah. to extend my 15 years. Because I cannot pay 15 years. Man. Every mm. month was too heavy. Man. Yeah. I want to refinance into 35 years. Yes. What's so difficult about that? Cannot, cannot. That will leave a black mark in your secrets. Wow. So there's restructuring. Ah. So restructuring loans, then they will have a black mark. I say, I don't care whether black mark or not. I now you survive, man. Um, live or death, you know. So I even look into whether is it more convenient to file for bankruptcy. Mm. Mm. And it's quite convenient, actually. Really convenient. <laughs> then you I, get protected already, right? Oh, then I oh, got bankrupt. Then I, <sighs> when I, when I got enough air again, then I just come back again. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, like I was at that border already. Mm. Then, uh, yeah, so when they got into AKPK, immediately when I was in the system, they cut off all my credit cards. Mm. That's but, a very bad idea when you only have 18 bucks in your bank account. Uh. And then you can't swipe to roll in a way. Yeah, no more already. So yeah. I go into petrol stations without money to pump petrol. <laughs> Actually, uh. credit cards are very convenient. A lot of yeah, people don't realize this. Yeah. yeah, that's a rolling machine. You exactly. Know, like you roll. so if you know how to survive. use it properly. Yeah, then that was really bad and I couldn't get any credit card for the next four to five years. Huh, because of that one yeah. incident. So I oh, you mean you reg- when you go to AKPK, it's already registered that you've been there. It's like you are a registered offender. Uh, like yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Until you, <laughs> I, and, and, until you finish the payment, uh-huh. you finish all the payment and uh, then you need a clearance letter. Okay. Mm. Only you are out of the system. Ah. For those who have credit card debts, right, it's easier to settle with directly with the bank. I see. Ah, uh, they got discount. One. Okay. Like let's say got eighteen thousand. Hey, I got twelve only. Can ah, can one. Then they do they erase the the your records, your secrets or secrets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will erase it lah in a way lah. Mm. So that is only when I know what is secrets lah. <laughs> okay. Despite buying so many houses, right? <laughs> like no secrets. Can eat one. So yeah, so after that only you start to realize that no, no matter what, so. It was a very funny thing to do, but it was a very silly thing when you think about it. I go to malls, credit card, they always got free gift. Ah, uh, correct. Yep, yep. So to me, I con- I was in a state where I know confirm I cannot get card one. Uh. So I will confirm get a free gift only. <laughs> so I was signing the card everywhere I go. Mm. Free gift here, free gift there, free gift here, free gift there, until when. But every time it got declined, it leaves a mark. Oh. oh, yeah. Hmm. Then I was playing a fool with it, you know. I see. Oh, then, that's, a, that's a very good insight, actually. I, I never thought of it that way, actually. Uh, so yeah. like every time you apply for a loan that you cannot get on, right, then it, it leaves a mark. Okay. So you need some cooling period before you apply again. I see. Then I didn't know. So because of that, I didn't leave with a credit card for many, many years. Mm, 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 until mm. like last year only. Because I've finally, my income has reached a level where I get to refinance. That I 15 years. Uh, so that 15 years when I already paid up to eight years already. I see. Oh, <laughs> I, so you uh, refinance maybe like 15 to, to another 15? No, I sure. Right? So, being a, it, uh. so being a capitalist, I restretch it 
and now the installment and the rental is at par nice. for a luxury semi-di. Uh, it is not easy to do, uh, to get. Yeah, it's rare. It's very, very, very rare. rare. So all the people thought, like, hey, it cannot make money on a landed yeah. unless you take 15 years soon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that also educated me in the way where I now understand how rich people play property, mm. how poor people play property. Mm. We leverage Kao Kao, Max, everything, right? Yeah. For them, I got money. Right? To them, my, so the guarantor of mine, he can fully pay up 10, 20 semi-dies just like that. Mm. But he chose to go with me mm. just like because he got nothing to do. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? 15 years better, ma. you want to save on the interest. Ma. Mm. So, when rich, that's how rich people play. La. They settle in 15 years, they pay less interest. Yeah. That's why they get more profit. Because they're thinking in decades. Correct. When they make a decision, right? Correct. But then for us, to me, just to own it, then I hold as long as possible, mm. try to pay, cough out the difference. Maybe in 30 years, then I can make some money. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's the main difference. And those peers of this particular uncle, right? They buy property for fun. They buy property for trophy purposes. Yeah, they wow. buy property just for diversification. Mm. Yeah. They don't want to do with so much money. Yeah. I mean, and that is when I understand all the people, including me back then, I buy property, invest property, right? To make money, which mm. is absolutely wrong. <laughs> it's a way to diversify your wealth. It's not to make money. The money you make, right? is only when you gain from the rental that people pay for you. Mm. So like yes. I hold for a property like my apartment, for example. I work once a year to get a new tenant or to clean out a unit. Once mm. a year only I work. Mm. Then I get after that, then I pay one month for agency, mm. the agent fee. Then for I continue this for the next 30 years. Mm. So I paid uh, 30 times my <coughs> installment. Mm. The rest is all covered by tenant. Mm. So whatever I owe the bank, like so it's now full cash. Yeah. And that, that is how I see money making from property. Mm, mm. I was not in the flipping because I bought almost at the peak last time. Understand. Uh, so now um, I'm very excited because we see a deep, la, just a deep, very, very deep. La. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we see the same patterns again. So uh, I've personally, I bought a few. Okay. And also I followed Amanda, mm. company Far Capital. So yeah. I bought from there. Okay. And Again, some go for full investment properties. Some go for half, home half, investment half. Okay. Then some people still buy homes. Okay. And uh, to me, there's no definite investment strategy mm. because I see property as, if it's so good, right? Bankers should be a great success in property oh, yeah. investment. Yes. But, but apparently it's not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so it sure. includes a lot more things like architectural elements, circulation, town planning. Mm. And to that, uh, because of that, I'm very, very obsessed. Mm. Like, like last night I was editing, I did two, then this morning I woke up at five again mm. just to look at a map. <laughs> I was looking at the Pudu map this morning. Mm. Uh, okay, after this new project that I just went and review, okay. In the future, this train station, whose land is this? Uh? Mm. Uh, then I go and go and see again. And not because I want to buy. I want to see how one building can change the the entire streetscape of the city yeah. again. Mm. For example, Pudu is a very, very old street. Yes. Not very good in yeah. terms of <laughs> impression or so much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But how one development changed the whole thing. Just like Bukit Bintang. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely agree. I used to work... Uh, um, Jalan Tun Raza, mm. and I will always pass through Pudu to get through the shortcut. Mm. 
And the moment they started changing the Pudu jail mm. and started doing that, I already start to see already. Yeah. The, the landscape has changed because it's a lot about perception. Like yep. what you said, architecture and all that, right? Can you imagine if the first words if you utter to like your parents five, ten years ago, mm. Pudu, it's straight away drug addicts, yeah. all yeah. this kind of For thing. For me, right? it's clay pot rice. Clay pot. <laughs> 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 yeah. But now you go, right? You already start to see something that has transformed. Like, you know, Sentol, you mm. know, when um, was it uh, y- YTL, they started building mm. uh, capers. capers and all that. You go to Sentol, uh, you wouldn't have imagined it ten years ago, you know? Yep. Yeah. Then with that, because uh, I documented, yeah. because I was at KL Pack, so one of my first assignments was to go into KL Pack and mm. sketch 10 drawings in half an hour. Wow. <laughs> so wow. the whole class failed uh, for that subject. <laughs> but then uh, what we learned is, uh, archi- so now I have a, a very exciting theory, like, like architecture, right? All the people thought like, amazing forms, mm. exciting mm. forms and things like that, right? But when you look into the rental market, you look into the price, resale value, Mm. Really? Mm. You see fancy buildings, right? No value. Mm. So it's not so much about the building mm. outlook of it, the facade of it, but it's the program of it. Okay, explain more. What do you mean? Okay, by so um, a lot of people don't see innovations in uh, development. Okay. But a lot of people don't know that last time it's only uh, shop lots and houses. True. Then offices is above. And last time, it, uh, shop lots is called shop houses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where people mm-hmm. run business downstairs. Yes. Stay upstairs, yeah. Correct. But a lot of government uh, officers back then, they take housing loan to buy shop lots. Because it's shop house. Mm. <laughs> so they change. Now it's shop office. Okay. Mm. So shop offices and houses, then you can see like in older towns, the front row will be all shop offices. Okay. Back rows of residential. Mm. I think we see that in section 17 and all that. Or PJ, all like yeah, that. Yeah, PJ, yeah, Glang, all older towns, all like that, generally. Yeah. Then only when they start merging them together. Okay. When you start have when you start having malls, then you start having hotels, okay. office towers. Okay. Then that's when you have apartments when the new strata law and things like that. Okay. Then some genius uh, thought of to jam them together. Oh. So it, it was an innovation in terms of planning. Okay. Town planning. How do you then differentiate who's Boundary belongs to who? Mm. Uh, then you have uh, apartments with malls, apartments with uh, offices, then all jam into a hotel. Then you have a mini township. Then mm. you have a town planning and things like that. Then, okay, why not just run through the MRT, through it? Boom. Then you have TOD, mm. uh, transit-oriented development. Mm. Then you have transit-adjacent developments, TAD. Mm. Okay. Did, did, did Malaysia actually take inspiration from countries like uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, because I mean, if you go to places like Hong Kong, you uh, literally built the town around mm. the transit points, you know? yep, yep. Mini, mini suburbs. Are, are, are we moving towards that in a way? Um, I think that one is a is way above my pay grade. <laughs> 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 because uh, but, but I, went, I personally went to Hong Kong yeah. and surprisingly, a lot of people don't know, they only built like 30% or 40% of the land there. Correct, yeah, by yes. design. By design. Yeah, by design. So uh, I personally went there for one of my assignments. And because I was broke at that time as a student, mm-hmm. the assignment was to go there. Huh? If you cannot go there, you cannot graduate. What is wrong with all this? <laughs> yeah, then... But you, then need to, you need to pay to win, man. Yeah. Uh, then everyone was at the Jordan eating fancy food. I was at the street eating polo pao. <laughs> uh, really? Legit. So I was there then just to complete the assignment. But there also opened up a lot of things. So then only I realized my obsession towards streetscapes. Mm, mm. and that is 
where I think Malaysia will face, like will, will go through. Like when I was in Melbourne for family traveling, right? I was at the junction to see how the tram integrates with the bicycle pathways, with the pedestrian mm. walkways mm. and things like that. I was just like, how does the water flow? Uh? <laughs> if water flow, like yeah. where's the surface where's the drainage system? Uh, yeah. Then, yeah. Hey, how do they? Uh, then everyone was looking at the wow, architecture. Wow. The, the facade. La, the facade. Yeah. Wow, wow, look, it was so shiny. Like, I was looking at the drain. <laughs> where's the electrical cabling? Uh? Uh, so I was then I only realized that my my how my brain works. So mm. so I'm very fascinated with fascinated with all this. Then only but because I started investing when MRT was announced. Mm. Now when you're gonna see MRT being completed and things like that, right? Yeah. So the differentiation of now you got MRT, you got MRT. Yeah. I'm comparing which one got intersection. Ah, so so then he has choices intersection of rather than just one single line. Ah, so, so like like Subang Jaya for ah, example, ah, la, So yes. that's an intersection. So I now go. I call them nodes and mm, 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 so Correct. The nodes are now the quite crucial places. The moment he said nodes, I straight away thought of cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but but that that makes a lot of sense yeah. because uh now with with urbanization all that right. I think almost everywhere will soon be near to an MRT. So yeah, it's no more yes. going to be an advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy my house near MRT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But is it near a node? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, oh, there's a LRT plus MRT plus monorail. Plus KTM. Plus, mm. uh, plus whatever. So, so that's going to be the difference. Uh. And because Singapore also took very, very long just to plan out. Yeah. But then um, that's one government. Uh, here, our government, a bit different, where there are places where they shift away the train. So some people die die want the train station to be in their location. Yeah. But you don't know why is it built that one. But then some the public they don't want the train station to be there because it brings certain because when you have access, right, it comes with security problems. Yes, yes. correct. Uh, so not necessarily a train will be beneficial to a location. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so all those kind of things. I'm very lucky where I get to document all this firsthand. I think TTDI was one of those places, yeah, yeah. right? And you yeah. look at the station, right? Connects to what? Connects to a condo that is 1 million, 1.6 million. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of think of it, is it a practical decision or mm. is it a... Political. Mm, but to me, um, you, there's no way to tell. Yeah, yeah of course. Until time, only time can tell. Yeah, yeah. Mm, so yeah. The, 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 the residents of that particular building will never use the train. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mismatch uh, in a way. Uh, but then the surrounding buildings. So the, after the building, then you have the other malls and things like that, which Correct. is almost dead. Then all those will start to use. Uh. Yeah. Uh, then again, uh, when you start documenting all these, then now when you have the, by right, you have the HSR. Yeah. Then you see the land deals being transacted in those uh, dedicated, uh, Suppose locations. Yeah, suppose. <laughs> so, so like we like in back. I go to more. I go to. I hear a lot of stories. Those people write to me. So I am in a position where people write to me like fifty or sixty emails a week. Okay. Hey, you know now because of HR, what do you think? Yeah. And when that deal go kaboom, <laughs> <laughs> now all those land deal then eh? oh, uh, <laughs> uh, leads back to Bukit Baruntung days. Mm. Leads back to my father's purchase in Morib back then, the Gokos. Oh, Morib. Oh, oh. Morib Gokos. <laughs> <laughs> the Malaysian Gokos. Yeah, it was a big deal. Oh, yes, yes, yes. During those days. Uh, it was a big deal. And, and this one also Morib. Why, why did he fail? Why did Morib fail? Because I, 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 I'll tell you what I know of Morib. I always wondered to my dad, because last time we go on holidays and all that, it's always Redang, Tioman. It's always I like to travel, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm like... 
why why slang on no no mm. beachfront right? They yeah. say God more it. But my dad was saying, <laughs> but you walk out one km right, the water still reach until your ankle only. He said mm. it's not very low. So that's my only knowledge. So why did it fail? Actually, I've always wondered like why didn't it do well? Um, I think it depends how you define well or not lah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, commercially, yeah, yeah. it cannot grow that much because just merely population was not sufficient. I see. Like Port Dixon was a big thing. You see a lot of hotels and things like that. Just uh. that the management. I think like the, the stereotyping of Malaysia, we built first class things, but our maintenance are just uh, not, not, not up to par. Mm-hmm. I see. I think it's the same thing. La. So when I was in a position to see then, okay, why certain factories that my aunt bought, certain house that this uncle bought, go kaboom. Uh, <laughs> this one did very well. And what was the fundamental things that they referred to? What was I their see. reference point in I their see. purchase? Uh, so very young. La. So, I was the weirdest kid every time when I grew up. People talk about salaries and shoes and things like that. Right? Mm. I was talking about, when your house going to complete? Ah? <laughs> <laughs> no, la, why you buy a house now? Why you want to show off? Like, uh. oh, you haven't buy. Uh. This is when I have four in the bank really. Yeah. Uh, then only I realized that, okay, I'm different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that obsession. And now when I come out, okay, so I just recently got Two, three, these two, three years when I got out of the depth of the trouble, right? Yeah. Then only I said, okay, this is how people with money in the bank. Mm. I was always rich mm. in books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, you had the latest valuation report to suggest that, okay, you have yeah. five, six hundred thousand worth and things yeah. like that. Your property is making money and things like that. But I look at my bank account, no money one. <laughs> Cash flow versus balance sheet. Uh. Yeah. Huge difference. Uh. So so then only when I start documenting all this in the YouTube channel yeah. and I realized the gap even more. Mm. Like normal people don't even understand the 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 technicality of leasehold. Why why leasehold? Mm. What is what is Bumi allocation? What yeah. is Malay Reserve land? Yes. What is density? What is corner lots? What is this? What is that? Come to Sarawak even more, go NCR land some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so it's so when so after the education, the formal education of real estate. Malacca's laws very different. Klantan laws very different. Uh, Seremban also very different. So every location is a very different thing. But why do we focus on international teachings? Mm. Yeah, that's true. For actually, for real estate, actually, true. property is very localized, right? Correct. It's yeah. a very micro thing. Yeah, Malacca is in Malaysia after all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So the thing is that when we apply, then a lot of people will get very influenced by. Oh, now in US, people buy and sell. Because there, people buy buildings, right? They are loan not as, there's no housing loan, but there's a renovation loan. Uh, so they buy first, then they do up the house and to refinance again. Mm. So that's how they do it. But then, uh, then created a lot of culture where the youngsters write to me, I want to buy old houses, renovate and sell again. Good oh, luck. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because here renovation, I don't think you can take a loan, right? Most of the time is new development. It's almost personal loan. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you mentioned emails. Now we're going to do a slight switch, but I I think I think you know uh, the question that led off to this whole hour was really why it was so complicated, and yeah. I think you only touched the surface. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you only touched as to how complicated. So you know, since you mentioned email, I really want to get your thoughts, and I I I, I suspect this is something that uh, you'd be very interested to answer. So you get like 50, 60 emails a week, right? What are some of the emails, the, the most common emails and the biggest mistakes or misconceptions you see people sending you emails about properties and all that? What are the biggest ones? Um, I think this one I covered quite extensively in the channel. I think 
you can do a revision. The number one is buying a dream home as a first home. Mm. Huh. Especially among couples mm. who have yet to mm. get married. Mm. So a simple rule is when a couple, hey, there's a guy here. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, a couple yeah. uh, right, go into the house, right? So this the, the house. Has to, uh, then the these <laughs> are perfect prospects if I'm a salesperson. Mm. To me, I can just sell. Imagine your son here ah. running in the park. <laughs> you don't need to travel very far. <laughs> then you just leave it there. Then you got leg. Then imagine you take out your laptop. Then wow, sure sell it. Mm. But when they want to buy, then they realize that, oh, one person's loan cannot qualify for it. Then they get joint loan and things like that. Mm. So joint loan also means you cannot afford the property. Mm. Ah, so that's a key, key ah. criteria. So meaning you need two names to afford it, meaning you cannot afford it. Mm. Then um, if you buy, still proceed with the purchase, then a lot of people will think very nicely of uh, because this dream home, uh, but they don't know dream, this dream home is super far away from the workspace, yeah. the workplace, or it's super near. Mm. If super near, you three generations also cannot, cannot afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Love so hard. <laughs> so then no, after because that, it's so practical advice. Yeah. So so then they buy very far away, mm. thinking that they are okay with the traveling mm. until they really travel. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah. so now I think in the auction market, I because I always do I always, always uh mingle around auction markets uh, You see a lot of like so called dream home purchases all fail miserably mm. because it's just not practical. Mm. Like they sell you the dream home with lakes, uh, with this, uh, with that, uh, highways, uh, highways, or oh, 20 minutes you need to city. Mm. MCO days. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Normal days, give you two hours also cannot reach. Yeah. So then, because of that, uh, it's not as practical, number one. And number two, the relationship portion of things. Because when you start servicing interest, construction interest, then A, you pay your portion, eh, Hey, you're the man, ma. You're the woman, or oh, whatever. Mm, you pay more, ma. Then mm, mm, you can do this, ma. You want to? F- How are you supposed to raise a family if you don't want to? If you cannot afford this? Yeah. Hey, you wanted the house, le? Ah. Uh, then, here we go. Then I yeah, have the man, email of it. the girl. How to screw the guy and the guy. How to screw the girl. Oh gosh. Ah, uh, all this kind of email. Then like, to me, in the first place, don't buy lah. Mm. So I I always encourage the woman to buy whatever to to buy the first property as an investment, man. So may it be a studio unit, a small one, but as long as it's close to a MRT, LRT, a mm. CBD, mm. and you look into the rental rates, I think you protect yourself first. Mm. Uh, so like for guys, then too bad. Lah. And this is when the, the the unfortunate truth is you need to have money. Lah. <laughs> in, in, in in Malaysia. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, you, you really. Because you like now, although like the, the it's a very... Uh, popular topic you rent ma okay yeah, ma. Yeah, correct, mm. correct. then if you have a daughter will you let yeah, your daughter marry a son uh, uh, a son without a house property. he's a millionaire no property cannot <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh, culturally yeah, uh, yeah. Asians are taught to correct. buy property yeah and uh, you will never complain on the amount of properties you have mm. yeah uh, so, so that is one of the first mistake the second mistake is a lot of people do research after they buy <laughs> Like, Sounds like very familiar. Yeah. Very just familiar. Like <laughs> uh, they buy already. Okay, la, buy already. Then they do all the research right to justify the purchase. Yeah. It's a biased research, uh, actually. Uh, then, oh, you see here got lake ma. Eh, here got new company going to hotel, going to come up, ma. Yeah. Uh, this and that. Yeah. So then uh it's just to rub on the, the salt on the wood. Uh, <laughs> Why you crush people's dreams, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but then um but the interesting thing is this because houses right are not like 
stocks in a way yeah. where it's paper, but then it's it, it gets really emotional when you buy a house. Oh, agree. Oh, yeah, man. Agree. Uh, so when you buy a house, so like I'm in a position where I'm super privileged. I don't need to stay in any houses that I buy myself. Mm. So I still stay with my in-law. That's the best. Uh. <laughs> but, <Perfect>. then, <laughs> but then if you were to pay for installment, then you will always think about, hey, what if I... Uh, rent out uh, or then for people who pay rent right hey, it's easier I pay make people rich only mm. yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. so I own the place mm. so that differentiates right residential focus areas and investment focus areas mm. so uh, real property players they play in investment focus areas mm. places where by default you will not want to stay understand because it's just I think it's a very key pointer like it's super connected, it's super populated, it's damn a lot of people, a lot of business, everything there, but you wouldn't want to stay. Right? Like KLCC. Uh. I wouldn't want to stay in KLCC, yeah. to be honest. So so those <laughs> and those kind of areas, and based on the documentations that I've done, rental means temporary demand for a space mm. in a certain location. Yes. So I can only be here for three to four years. That's right. why it's only sensible for me to rent. Mm. Yeah. But if it's any location like Shalom or PJ, right? <laughs> you can never find a property where the rental is higher than installment. Nope, mm. never, never. Uh, because anytime a person rent at a rate that is higher than installment, why am I paying a rental that is higher than installment? I should buy. Yes. <laughs> so that will always happen. So these are the areas where they can never find investment category properties. Mm, correct. Uh, but those are simply well designed. Yes. So again, then I understand that there are several formats of property investment. Mm. Some people buy for capital appreciation, flippers. Some buy for cash flow. Mm. Some buy for fun. Mm. Some buy for their children. Mm. Uh, then some people seriously just don't know where to park their money. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of this. Yeah, They buy factories, right? Just to leave it there. Mm. Because in books, it still increase in value. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Tangible value. Uh, uh, yeah. right? And and the other co- the other mistakes are like uh, a lot actually you cannot name them all like last time I used to categorize as four only the four main ones okay but you come to think of it right oh, now it's a emotional purchase are now going crazy like then uh, people are doing uh, buying beyond their means yeah mm. in a very so I believe mistakes are only done when you get greedy lah you try to shortcut the process and things mm. like that. Mm. Then people do multiple submissions and they go burn. So they trick the financial system. Mm. Yeah, I've seen uh, how people illegally, they take out money and bank into my account again. They declare it as a rental income. What? <laughs> uh, then they have, they fake their salary slips. Because they want to get a better loan ratio and increase their loan borrowing capacity, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. All this for a property that they believe will make them money, mm. but then go kaboom, mm. then harvest. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard to remedy the damage, right? Whoa, it's, it's, it's so difficult. Because so, it's very difficult to unwind your position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. like I got one that is miserable. So I recovered from that, but without all those like harsh uh, decisions that I mean, like you got any 800 to spend yeah. a yeah. month. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. imagine, right? Yeah. So whatever grab. So I didn't install grab until this year <laughs> because it was just too expensive. Yeah. How yeah, to, yeah. yeah, it's too expensive to buy food through grab. Uh, like, like this t-shirt is like 12 bucks. <laughs> uh, so those are the habits that a lot of people cannot let go. Yeah. That's true. That's Completely true. agree with you actually. Uh, it doesn't help, I think, if you have a 
partner who also don't want to let go. Right? Yeah, if yeah, it's just yeah. you, then it's a battle mm, mm, mm. Yeah. with yourself. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, then as I was doing the channel, then if I as I look back, right, when I was twenty two to when I was twenty one, it makes sense for me to buy property then. Mm. Because I was in a big corporate, I was very steady. Yeah, like I close eye also. I know the income will come. My salary will come in twenty eight. Yes, so that's why I gauge on it. I leverage on it, so it makes a lot of sense. But then now, if I'm twenty one again with the current technology, it might not be the best thing to invest right now, mm. uh, Because it is only sensible if, again, back to the theories, it's a wealth preserving tool, mm. diversifying tool, mm. but you don't have wealth in yeah. the first place to pay with. Mm. What to preserve? <laughs> <laughs> what to preserve? Uh, so if you start your life with negative uh, 2,000 every month, mm. then your salary only 4,000. Actually, there's a joke I, I keep on telling people, you know, uh, Sean, is um, for most people who follow the conventional path, which is get a career, buy a car, then mm. buy a house, right? Mm. If you if you can get net worth zero, net worth mm. zero by the age thirty five, I think you're damn good, really, mm. because net worth zero means you would have fully paid out. You have an asset that is more valued than the debt that you have yep. on your house and all Sorry. that. Sorry. A lot of people don't even realize this concept that mm. if you don't start off with, uh, if you start off with net worth zero in the beginning rather than a negative, you actually give yourself much more options. Uh. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. But saying that at the same time, if you know how to play the game well and you know how to use other people's money and leverage, yep. then, yep. then it is. Uh, but it, it, it's like a lot of, most people actually fall into the category, just follow the crowd. And that, that's where yeah. I think it's very, very worrying. Uh. So speaking, uh, oh, do you have a question? Yeah, yeah. No, I just realized that you know we were asking about the developer process, and then we that kind of diverge. Correct. Yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> so I want to, I want to yeah. go back there, right? Yeah. Which is you mentioned there are four key stages for the developer process, mm. and the first one, uh, no, sorry, there are three costs, right? Mm. The land, the construction, construction, and the last one is development. Development. Then cost. Four. Then the then uh, the profit, profit sorry. Profit. Okay, okay. So so land one we discussed quite a bit. So let's go into the the construction, mm. right? What are the steps? I may, I I briefly hear you just now say things like concrete. Mm. Start with the concrete mm-hmm. and the steel, then you move on to the um, what the the cables and the wirings, mm-hmm. and then I know right at the end only is the architect lah. Right, right, the no? architectural elements. Okay, okay. So now why why I'm asking this question for those listening as well is because this gives you an idea, right, mm. of the because we are primarily a stock investing channel, so in terms of construction, right. If you chart out this thing for us, you yeah. will know right which companies are, are the least yeah, risky. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> value chain. In yeah. terms of the value chain, who right. has the least risk and who has the highest profit? Mm. So let's start with the cement and steel. Are there other guys apart from that? Um, no. That stage? I think now Malaysia use fairly a lot of uh, concrete uh, building methods. Mm. Okay. Mm. A lot of people say like, hey, you can use pre-cast and things like that, but yeah. pre-cast like, to a certain to a certain percentage only, okay, it's sensible because on site wise, it's just not as flexible. I see, right? People always tell us like when I was in construction, like the Lego ma, you build houses like uh. Lego, dude. You are so you come to site and see, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh. so what you're saying is that form work is still more preferred compared to form work and con- concrete pouring over precast. Uh. That's what yeah. you're saying because okay. precast the pre-construction process is way more intensive. I see. I need to be accurate to the MMs, you know. I see. M-M. Yeah. Because your piping, let's say if I were to lay layer uh, level 37, 36, 35, 
34 off a bit. One degree off, uh, that's it already. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> it, it metastasizes yes, when it grows. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, so if I were to build in situ, then certain it, it provides certain flexibility. Mm. And part of that is also the cost of labor is relatively cheaper, cheaper. in Malaysia compared mm, to mm, those mm. advanced countries. Yeah, right. Then uh, the major costs for buildings are uh, electricals. Like the cabling and things okay. like that. So then this is after the cement and steel, then you yeah, focus yeah, on yeah. the cabling. Okay. Uh, so hey, Earth, sorry, take one step back. Uh. Earthworks mm. usually do they make good margins? People who do earthworks. Yes. Okay. Especially uh experienced ones. Okay. Because sometimes when you do foundation, right? Yeah. I think earthwork and foundation is uh, always two different contractors. Mm, of course. Uh, so the earthwork they earth clearance and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So uh for experienced one, you I I've seen my subcon they do survey. Land surveying, you need the light. Yeah, yeah. Right. He just used it. Okay, <laughs> this is the center. <laughs> wow. Then he start laying the cable. Then only when I get the surveyor come and see. So it's a very experienced driven kind of thing. Uh, so I know, okay. So cut and fill. So they calculate per cube okay. of land, uh, of soil. So okay. how much. Then if you have a master plan where I have 2,000 acres, whatever I cut from here, I can feel here. Mm, then mm. it's a net. Then I only pay for the lorries and things like that. I see. But some, you need to deposit out the land. Uh, then some people can receive land, uh, receive soil, not I land, uh, soil. Okay. Mm, mm. So after that, then you have the foundation. And foundation mm. is based on the guesstimate of what is underneath. Ma. So whether if it's soil or whether if it's... Uh, yeah, so we do soil tests. Yeah. And sometimes soil tests. Then um, it also plays to the safety factor of the contractor Mm, ah, this uh, is uh, what I want to touch uh, on. The engineer, I know where we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so like certain uh, consultant firms then have a safety factor of 5, 10 yeah. or based on whatever their comfort is. Uh. Okay. And then, okay, I get this engineer to tell me like it's it's like 100 million to build this foundation. Then this next engineer will come, hey, this engineer is uh, playing a fool. Uh. Yeah, too, 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 too conservative. Uh, and you can go lower actually. But then the, the risk is on, on the signing consultant correct so that is a game where i also don't understand <laughs> yeah so why do you want to, so all play on safety factors mm. but then because malaysia we have the previous experience of landslides and things like that so yeah. we are a bit more conservative mm. on that anyway okay then uh our found after foundation then only you build the foundation the the, the strip mm. so after you power links you got the foundations then only you start building the buildings and in malaysia high rise generally all the same one mm. you have the car park, whether basement, ground floor, or elevated car park, mm. then you have the podium for facility deck. Mm. I call them the candles, the the, the cake. Oh, the layer cake. Uh, cake, uh, cake, then you have the candles, the towers. Okay. Right. Right. And all buildings are built like that. Okay. okay. And it's so templatized to a certain extent where I developed the online purchasing system mm. where you get to <laughs> design and buy the building uh, online because it's so fixed. Because our guidelines in Malaysia so again, back to the philosophy of designing, right? Some are built to make money. Mm. So you need to have the maximum efficiency, mm. maximum, uh, so you have the maximum profit. Mm. So let's say for a corridor, the guideline says 1.4 meters, I will only build 1.4. No mm. point of me being 1.6. Mm. No, mm. those extra concrete waste it's, money, yes. waste square feet. Then, uh, for example, the running distance for bomba. Mm. Ah, okay. So like from a certain room on the corner, you need to have a certain distance away from the nearest door. Mm. So with all these different rules all jam-packed together, right? All buildings will look the same if they want to meet a certain level of margin. Mm. 
So you look at layouts. So you, I the, it's a called the floor FE effectiveness. Okay. F efficiency, sorry. So it's the gross sellable area. Okay. Versus the common areas. Okay. A gross built uh gross built up lah. Mm. So let's say the leaf I cannot sell. Refuse chamber I cannot sell, service area I cannot sell, corridor I cannot sell. So those areas will be minimized. Mm. Mm. I built already, I cannot sell one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but then the rest, all I want to sell. So then if I can jam pack 10 units, 20 units among in one layout, then I will make money. Mm. So that's why sometimes when I go to reviews, I take up the leaf. Oh, this layout makes money way. <laughs> Straight away can tell already, right? Uh, so then that's the difference when the developer tries to balance out Suddenly mm. you have a void in the center to allow more daylight, more ventilation. Hey, this one, you lose a bit of uh, efficiency, floor, floor layout efficiency, but you get a better quality in corridor. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true, yeah. That's, that's simple, simple nuances to help elevate the quality of a particular place uh, in a way. Uh, then like ceiling right. height, we used to debate over 100mm in floor building. <laughs> okay. okay. 100mm. Because 100mm, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like a ladder. Yeah. But then you times 38 floors. Yeah. It's, it's a, a whole new floor. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the the thickness of your laminated flooring. Mm. Is it 3mm, 6mm? And what is underneath that things? But because of everything you multiply by. by Especially high rise, right? Yeah. So then the degree. So that's why the cost per square feet then becomes a very uh, crucial data for CEOs to make decisions. I see. I they see. all play by, okay. That's why you mentioned spreadsheets. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they look at, okay, concrete per metric, how much, uh, the the what, the curtain walls, the glazing, or aluminium and glazing is one crucial cost as well. Mm. And that is the representation of the building, whether it's luxurious or not. Mm. To me, the more coverage of aluminium and glazing, the more luxury the product is. I see. Because bricks are cheaper. Mm. You look into low cost one, right? The window like that one. <laughs> like, 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 war, like war zone, people arrow cannot shoot in, right? Yeah. <laughs> the but, castle in the past, you know, where they yeah, the small- can, Small window. Yeah. But then, those are functional only. Mm. But then, when you see new buildings now, it's like uh, floor to ceiling. Glass. Glass. Oh, so those are very luxurious. I see. But a lot of people don't know all this kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Then also the number of toilets. Some developer they sell. They have got three bedroom, three toilet. Normal is three bedroom, two toilet. Mm. Huh. To normal people, big deal, man. Big deal. <laughs> I stay in a three bedroom, three toilet, and I love it. I uh. cannot imagine staying three bedroom, one toilet. Uh. Then the brand of the sanitary rest. Yeah. Oh yeah, huge difference also. Uh, so a lot of people don't know Johnson Suisse, uh, GS, uh, GJH. Then uh, Drohi, all these kind of mm, yeah. big brands. All the people don't know one. Yeah. Then they are so crucial on things that is popular, like the the hollowness of the towel and things like that. <laughs> but people don't look at the more important stuff. Mm. So through the channel, I thought this can be curbed and mm. reached. Mm. So um, back to the development, right? So after the, the, the difference, hey, the danger of development is when I said yes to launch at a certain particular price. Mm. Uh, I've seen like certain topics in the market right now is fully sold, mm. but then because of the current rise of the materials cost right now, oh, yeah, inflation, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. labor cost increase as well tremendously. Mm. Then shortage of specialist work mm. because everybody would want to rush for work, because mm. time the construction period very strict. Mm. Then everything increase or eats up into the margin. Mm. So they uh, they built for four years, 
margin, like five percent. Wow, razor thin. Mm-hmm. So just to pay, just to make monthly salaries for everybody, lah. Wow, gosh. Uh, that's where that's where they need to think about the marketing and sales part for their for their units, right? To mm-hmm. spruce it up. Mm-hmm. And also, um, this is provided they fully sold the whole building. Yeah, the assumption, right? <laughs> if they if they hold half of it or full ownership, right, then it's a huge your, difference. Your carry costs, uh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like the bridging loan as well. Mm. Like now, certain developers are so big that they don't even need bridging loan anymore. They're financing and it's their own company. Mm-hmm. And financing, yeah. Uh, their own treasury and things like that. So mm. then you see the big players keeps benefiting from the system. Mm. But then the smaller players are just trying to make ends meet. I see. So mm. going back to the value chain again, so the guys who are Earthwork uh, and also Foundation, in the way they get, do they get a lot of problems uh, getting money in terms of receivables and all that, uh, are they much better off? Because it's like, I remember listening to, uh, I think it was the YCS podcast, you said that the contractor who is the safest is the guy that holds the keys if construction stops, mm. cannot progress. He's mm. the safest guy. Is, is that the correct assumption? Because like like ID work, whatever, right? The, 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 the delay is not as bad as if someone stops foundation work. Mm. Is that correct in a way? Um, I think that amount of variables are just too great. Okay. In the in in construction, right? And the fun part of it is when I look into cost, it also falls to months. Okay. Because like earth work, the greatest the time to not do is end of the year. Okay. Because it's rainy season. Monsoon, yeah. Mm. Uh, so the cost will be way higher because you do a lot of drainage, uh, Especially if I want to do foundation, uh those uh, basement work. Okay. I excavate, excavate, excavate and rain. Excavate, excavate and rain. Very okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Then yellow. So then, um, I think the risk for contractors generally it's okay. Okay. And but uh, the profit. So that this is when I I think it was a discussion on what I do la. So like, from a developer point of view, generally it's 20 percent of the project. Okay. Right? Architect is around 3%, 2% of the construction costs. Okay. Mm. Then uh, respective consultants that like 1%, 0.6%. Okay. Right. Upon completion of the project. Mm. Contractors generally 10% okay. profit. Mm. Right. But uh, construction to me is a cash flow game rather mm. than a capital gain. Mm. Uh, so uh, every month I claim how much. So I need to balance the cash flow every month. Yeah. And I recognize the 10% of the cash flow as profit every month. Mm, so that's mm. how construction companies work. Lah. Okay. But agency, real estate agents. No risk. No risk. 3%. Mm. Yeah, man. That is sub-sale rule. But mm. if I were to sell new projects internationally, I get 7%, 8%. Cannot mm. sell, what's my risk? Mm. No holding cost. Uh, but then for the architect, 1% or 1.6% of the construction, <laughs> he's liable for life. Yes, yes. Uh, if anything wrong with the... Uh, the CNS engineer also. It's yeah, <laughs> crazy, yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. So you come to think of it, then I think this needs to reshuffle. Mm. And I think the agency fee of three percent or so is kind of debatable. Mm. Last time houses was hundred eighty thousand, three percent. Okay lah, good enough lah. Fifty four thousand, yeah. right? Yeah. Now it's one point eight million. <laughs> mm. Right. Then you three percent were very low. Uh, so that is when I decided, like, okay, all this right, it's just not justified in terms of where I want to go. Mm. like I was a real estate agent I was making good money then I go back to developer then I see all this trouble right just mm. to come up with a house that people are not satisfied 
<laughs> Keep complaining. Sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. And and the, the weirdest thing is that when people look at my company last time, your name card, right? That was the proudest moment I give name card. Yeah. Wow. Public listed company. Mm. Wow. Make a lot of money. Uh. Mm. And this was the time when I think before the last bull run, uh, the bonus for the, this kind of company had six months, eight months. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, then everyone was just comparing with the IB, yeah. investment banking, for yeah. 36 months. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, so I would join when the culture was not like that anymore. Mm. <laughs> so it's like one month, two months, good <laughs> enough already. And my colleagues now, my ex-colleagues, I think for the past few years, no bonus. bonus wow. like because it's getting tougher and tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, uh, new implementation of guidelines, then swing again, new, impl- new implementation, swing again. It's crazy. La. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I always want to ask you, right, because we we analyze companies, the construction industry every now and then, and we know that architectural companies, firms, are that uh, one of the worst because uh, not only are they like right at the end, they're not like the cement guys, uh, but also the time it takes for them to collect money is very long. Yeah. yeah. So from your perspective, why is that the case? Um, the culture in the country. Lah. So in like my friends, my classmates who are working in UK, mm-hmm. those are sorted after. Like, oh. Like, hey, we want you to come and design this. And uh, the client needs to get approval from the architect to make decisions. Wow. Here, you collect, you, you, I pay you, right? Yeah, you listen, you listen to, to me. me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no expression of... Respect and all. Uh, yeah, so to me then, that's why I didn't proceed with architecture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Because I go back to the developer office right then. These people are just draftsmen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think a crucial responsibility of architect, a lot of people don't know, is the administration part, the contract administration. Yeah. So that's the difference between a good project architect and a bad project architect. How mm-hmm. familiar are you with the PAM contract? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know what is PAM contract. The Pertubohan Architect Malaysia, the board of architects in Malaysia. Yeah. And you can see in uh, Mong Kiara also you have successful contractors, not so bright archi- uh, developers. <laughs> uh, that's why you cannot, uh, and the complication of contract, right? It's when I engage you as my contractor, but you can tell me that I made a mistake. Now you owe me 300 million. Because like this is crucial. I cannot have this portion of the building not being done in a certain way. That's mm. why you need to reimburse. If not, mm. you need to cancel the contract mm. then you need to pay me whatever loss and mm. yeah it's a very terrible the whole projects basically so I was hanging out in my QS uh, offices last time and the contract books mm. they use trolleys man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. my wife's a QS bro uh, I know yeah. so the, the books are insane so yeah. I was helping with the folding yeah. of the papers right yeah. bleeds man. all my yeah. fingers all bleeds sure, sure paper cut man. Oh. Uh, and, and it's very very complicated and when you have trades, like we all like the supply chain, right? Um, let's say uh, I build, okay, this main con is one. So like I got, I differentiate into different blocks. Block A, block B. Block mm. A, one subcon. Block B, one subcon. Mm. Then I, but I want the piping guys to be my guy. Mm. I have nominated some contractors. So I need to nominate the subcontractor. So you are the subcon, but the subcon for the glass or the plumbing, right? Must be my guy. So the payment and things like that. Yeah. Then if they cannot fulfill, then who's the replacement? Yes. Then there's a constant debate every every day for four years. Ah. War. It's war. Going uh, to <laughs> and then every then for a particular like 
public listed companies, then the processes are very tedious. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the tender process then like oh everyone must open the contract at the same time or every the tender must open or at the same time close at the same time then who must sign off and things like that wow <laughs> that's why I quit uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then you have the financial beat then you have the technical beat mm. yeah you, you tell me you can do can you show me you really can do mm. what's the foreseeable trouble of the site and things like that then only you justify with the cost so we qualify you whether you can do or not. Only I push down your price. Wo. Yes, yes. You open the technical bit first, ma. Ah, mm. yeah. Then wo, Then all this needs to docu be documented. Yeah. yeah. That's why then I was young and naive again. Why change one particular color of paint can be so complicated? Yes. Because of the contracting and tendering process. Uh. Uh, that's why now I see a trend of developers not wanting to be public listed. Mm -hmm. And those are the products that makes money all the time. Mm. Because of the compliance process itself, actually, uh, at increase, some yeah, costs. Mm. <laughs> you see those smaller developer companies, right? Oh, they have fantastic products because it's a person's decision. One person. When you have a super a lot of chefs trying to cook the same soup, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and then you see, like, hey, why are they one? Hey, why are they one? Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, also, uh, like based, I speak to so many investors where they have multiple portfolios, portfolios are seriously like 12, 15, 25 properties and they still rent the place they stay. <laughs> These are the crazy people. <laughs> then, um, when you listen to them, all their portfolio, not or minimal are from public listed companies. They'll buy from, in a way, what the other term for it would be boutique developers. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. boutique developers. Yeah. And because those are, because they are good in speed, because mm. speed is one of the major costs as well that I a see. lot of people don't yeah. don't take into consideration. Like yes. to change one paint color, right? It takes six meetings. <laughs> because I can see you from hey, you are changing manufacturers, huh? Why you sudden change? Yeah, it's um, actually compliance costs, MJ. I mean, mm, yeah. Sean and I have run projects before, right? You wouldn't believe just to change the screw, right? It's like uh, you need the kampong to decide, lah. That that that's how that's mm. how it is, lah. Especially yeah. when you have multiple partners again. Let's just mm. say if developer co-development, co yeah. if you don't trust the other partner, and then the people, you handle people up there, the people down there, there, and the people sideways. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So as an investor, I think it's a very good point that Sean yeah. brought up about compliance costs. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and mm. But how do, we, how do we know that? I mean, you are in the industry for a retail investor. How would we figure out, is it just a general rule of thumb? As long as it's a listed company, it's compliance costs comparatively to a boutique developer. But I think that cost comes with certain certainties. Lah. Okay. Mm. So like I know they won't jow low. I know it will be comparable to their previous projects. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So mm. the projects. Yeah, be, that's true. Uh, so because they have all the benefit of track records. Mm. Like mm. for example, Sam W, right? I always tease them last time, but now it's their marketing campaign. <laughs> <laughs> They have built terrace houses ever since USJ was invented. Oh my God, that is, that's where Gibbs stays. <laughs> right? So let's say you have redesigned terrace houses, I think 50 times. The iteration. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have came out with the perfect layout for double-story terrace houses. Ah. Every inch. <laughs> right? It's you go into the house, right? That's why every, I can basically just draw out for you like freehand, like their layout. <laughs> And it's the most effective, most efficient. That's why they are making money. I see. So I don't have to spend again to reinvent the wheel again. I can I just see. adopt the wheel. 
just like Rolex, you look at the bezel and every, all the size, right? Okay. 39 mm to change to a 41 mm, wow, all, all the manufacturing need to change again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we stick to 39. <laughs> hey, yeah. then, then one question, uh, Sean. Why can't the boutique developers, knowing that this is a, a secret source or the best template for Simbler B, why can't they just copy? Is there an IP protection for this? Uh, no, la, because their land, it's not uh, definite. Ah. Yeah, if I have a master plan uh-huh. that is like 6,000 acres or 11,000 acres, right? Then it's easy for me to just craft, carve out a portion for landed. I see. But for boutique developers, I built on a land that is maybe a standalone land. I don't dictate the form. I see. Okay. That's why it's a very customized thing. And usually no more landed really like in broken land developments. Mm, okay. uh, yeah. So then the high rise then becomes the technical bit. I see. I see. Uh. So so the form of the land ultimately dictates the form of the building. Mm. Uh, so when if it's a triangle or uh. then susala. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do some uh, Lego, <laughs> Lego work. Uh, you know, I have a couple of questions. So I think going back to our talk discussion about the value chain, right? So we talk about cements, the, the 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 pilings, and then after that we talk about the wiring, and then after that the architecture, right? Mm. Now the next question I, ha- I have the next two uh, portions, right? Is uh, I think the first one is financing, mm. right? So mm-hmm. what is like when you look at a developer, right? What is what are good financing habits or financing behavior? Because uh, some of this behavior can uh, can go quite crazy, right? Especially in in the Wild West in the nineties, right? Um, I think there's a famous story of the Tan Sri Jeffrey Chia. Oh yeah, yes, he leveraged yes. to the max, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then at the same time, of course, you know, you're not gonna buy land and develop things with cash straight mm-hmm. away, right? Yeah. So what do you think? What are your thoughts on financing when it comes to developments? Um, back then, everyone at the same level, no money. Mm. <laughs> so everyone was borrowing. Yeah. But now I see developers who are building out of their pocket. That means like what you said earlier, they are the treasury, they're the bank. Uh. These are the guys. Do you think that this was a huge advantage to them? In it gives them the competitive edge in terms of costing. Mm. Mm. Like because the BLR plus, last time it's BLR mm. plus, now it's mm. BR plus. Mm. Last time BLR, when we buy from a bank, then we need to minus. Yeah. Yeah. Last time, but now, last then the uh, con, con, eh, developers was plus. Okay. BLR plus 2.2. Mm, uh, mm, mm, mm. Then uh, now it's a different rate. Uh, but then to me, it's also how well the sales process is. Okay. So a lot of developers, last time I was debating this, isn't it better to sell lower price to sell out the project faster. To acquire the customers, yeah. To acquire all the finance. So I can clear off the financing faster. Mm, yeah. I mm, save mm. financing costs. Mm, mm, mm. But then my boss told me, hey, you know, you don't need to take loan one. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they can maintain the price at the, uh, that they want. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And uh, a lot of people don't see, like besides financing, I think I'm, in, I'm no expert in financing. Right, but then in terms of marketing, there's a timeline for marketing actually for developers. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Let's say I before launch, I can sell until it's completed only. Okay. Because when it's completed and I'm still marketing it, it creates a very weird stigma about the project. I see. Huh? Four years already still haven't sold out. Ah? Oh mm. yeah, interesting, interesting. Mm. So there's a date, there's a timeline for marketing, mm. and if I cannot clear the products on time, I cannot reduce price. Mm. So what do I do? So I go underground, 
go with bulk purchases to just clear off the properties. And uh, yeah, because the the initial purchases will be really mad. If you if discount you sell, it, yeah, at and a discount. cheaper price, yeah. So I cannot make public to this. And the unfortunate truth about the market is these are not made public. La. You will never know at what price I purchased the property. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, Until you see my SBA, but you won't know yeah, it's the it's separate it's deal or so. Mm, 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 so that creates another whole different dynamic for developers to clear unsold stocks. La. I see. Uh, so uh, I think because of that, then some boutique developers that depends on financing wants to clear off very fast. But I see certain public listed ones, they don't need financing and so their price are a little bit more stubborn. Mm. Uh, they, 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 they demand a certain premium because of their brand. I see. And for people who are buying a home, I think it's better to go with public listed ones mm. because you can almost guesstimate the common areas. Ah. And the, the weirdest thing is that, okay, you know everything about the house in terms of the SPA layout. Okay. You don't know how's the corridor, you don't know how's the lift, you don't know how's the facility, then you don't know how's the swimming pool, the yeah. lobby and things like that. And yeah. those are not stated anywhere in the agreement. Because it's only stated in a brochure, but brochure doesn't constitute the agreement, right? Brochure is right. a marketing yeah, <laughs> paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a very important yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when I, you buy already, let's say I, okay, I fully sold already. By the year, by the third year, let's say COVID happened and now I got two more years to complete. We are running we are over we overrun the budget already. Yeah. So now we are making a loss really. How to yeah. minimize loss? Common area? Mm. <laughs> from a four by four tiles, I switch to two by two porcelain. Uh then from Oh yeah, actually it makes sense. It gives the developer flexibility. Okay, then it's like, oh cannot sell, they can sell, then you start to reduce uh, the quality things. So like, like oh in the in the brochure it's like oh grey colour. It was pebbles. Wow, like like Shanghai blaster and things like that. Then and in the end, right, paint. <laughs> <laughs> MJ, yeah. remember Uncle Eddie? Eh? Oh, Uncle Eddie. Yeah, so those are the areas that people engineer. But again, if it's a public listed one, branding makes a big chunk yeah. of their. Correct, correct. Uh, so that consideration. Uh, so, like, I cannot downgrade. downgrade everything because it affects my next. Hey, but we've seen we've seen one one developer mm. quite famous downgrade mm. it. Uh, mm. That's why the video went viral. Uh. Yeah, the, mm. the Sludgehammer uncle. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. But, but that one to me it's a yes and no kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like like this uncle was with intent already when he goes to the thing. And it's not up to you to dictate whether the furnishing is good or not. Ah, but this because it was for more furnishing rather than a common area, right? Uh, you can say the like the stone is not nice. Like how? <laughs> it's very subjective, lah. <laughs> wrong stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you want granite? I give you granite, really. What you want some more? Yeah. Right. So, but but this guy is a. Uh, I think it's with intent, lah. So it's. I think it's not fair to make a statement. But I then know. for a lot of uh, other normal purchases, okay. Two ways. One is luxurious one where they expect the world like their yeah, one their yeah. one million is bigger than bigger than other people's one million. <laughs> yeah. Right. But then then the other side of the, the metric is people who pay hundred and eighty thousand for a room a week. The wall is okay one, uh, saying it a bit okay one. <laughs> so whether regard regardless the price of the property, uh straight things need to be straight now, uh, the building needs to be safe, functional and everything. Uh, I mm. think that needs to be the basic I see. But I think now Malaysians is uh, our our building quality is getting there with QLA6 and Conquest. QLA6 is the Malaysian version of building quality. Ah, mm-hmm. Where like you say the the stone not good enough, right? There are proper procedures to test ah. whether is it 
we deem good or not. Who pays for this cost? The developer himself. Developer la. Okay, so, because the certification can use as marketing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> then uh, the, the Singapore version is Conquest. Okay. So I'm familiar with Conquest because I was working in uh, Johor. Okay. So the a lot of Singaporean buyers who purchased our project back then. I see. Conquest, what's the grade? Oh, okay. Then only they start. Because mm. you know they will have a lot of kampong methods mm. in dictating whether the building material or building quality is good or not. I see. Kampong methods. Uh, I don't uh. know one. What, what's one? Okay, like how do you tell the paint is good or not? Scrape ah? No, no, no. Xiao me. <laughs> <laughs> so they use the masking tape and tape, 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 tape. See at, oh, at how many times yeah. the, the paint will peel. I see. Uh, then, uh, kampung one, but that's not the right way. Uh, but then it's, but it, saw, it sounds right though. Uh, sounds correct. <laughs> then then I was joking about it when I was handing over a home, then the client was sliding the ceiling across the floor. <laughs> So if it buckles, then like, hey, not defect. straight. Uh, <laughs> then they use the light to shine on the wall. Hey, got shadow, not straight. Huh? But actually there are ways. So there are tolerance because ultimately all these are handmade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so you use either something like a spectrometer. Yeah, or, or you use the panel to see, okay, to yeah. what every meter, what's the tolerance level. Mm, 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 uh, you cannot expect like full, you're not older cat. Mm, uh, correct. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, So because of that, then um, a lot of developers also lose money because of that. Yeah, uh, I because, would assume yeah. uh, because of poor quality and things like that. Then you need to pay again. If it's a public listed company, they will try their best to bring back everything, mm. to bring back the confidence. Mm. But then if it's a build Boutique. and go one, uh, hit and run one, then yeah. okay lah, good lah. Uh, but then again, you said that here comes piecing a few knots together. One is like you said that your high net worth uh, circle of friends who buy property, mm. they like buy boutique because they want the uniqueness and whatsoever. But then you have another circle of people who you would advise that you would, if it's your own stay and you want it to be safe, then you rather go for for mm-hmm. for, for the listed guy. So, what would you advise people who are starting out in a sense, in mm. in, in a sense that when when you want to invest into properties, mm. here you are, you are getting very practical uh, uh, projects from. Um, public listed companies. But if you want to make good money, mm. it's actually the ones that are in the boutique. Where way, way will your advice to you guys to start out with? I think before all that, right, is to get the intent right first. Okay. I think in the first timers, right, I think they can never buy their first one because they, yeah, I want to stay, yeah, I want to invest. So I call a lot of people, actually in Malaysia, not a lot of property investors. Right? A lot of home buyers. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they think they're an investor. They la. think they're an ah. investor. La, they, actually, they, they buy homes. <laughs> So, oh, sure, I got six property. No, no, you got six homes. <laughs> <laughs> so, this one for your weekend, la, this one for your first wife, la, second wife. La, <laughs> uh. mm. then, then it becomes like all costs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, pretty uh, much. Uh. Yeah, mm. so when you look, really look into like data type, right? Those are the properties that most of the, most often you won't want to buy. Mm. Um, to stay. Uh, because it's just not rational. It's such a crampy place. Why would people pay such a high rental mm-hmm. and things like that? Who, Sean, I don't like. Mm. It's not whether you like or not. <laughs> you look into the rental and things like that. Yeah, of that, course. That's when the decision-making process becomes very, very complicated. Mm, uh, mm. So I will uh, advise first-time buyers, right, to know what's the intent first. Mm. Then it's not wrong to buy a home, actually. It's not wrong, but don't overspend on your first home. Mm, mm. It's not going to be the home that you retire in. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, yeah. 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 In the first three years, five years, you think like, wow, and then after that, you want to upgrade, you want yeah, yeah, correct. And uh, then when you want to upgrade, then that becomes a burden. Yes. 
because it's your dream home, not any other person's one. Mm. So don't overspend it. Uh, it's best that you get a house that the rental can cover somewhat 80% of the installment. Mm. You stay five years down the road, then you somewhat break even there. Then it's very easy to move out. Mm. If not, you will stuck with you forever. Imagine like now the husband and wife buy the dream home together. One person can never, both of them can never quit because one person's full-time salary <laughs> goes to the house. Uh, every day you go in work in the office, right? Just to pay the bank. Yeah. <laughs> You're working for free. La. I've heard it said before. You basically bank bank employee. Free. They actually work uh, for <laughs> bank employee. No. Actually. Uh, uh. Yeah. Then uh, also there's a saying where uh, properties are products developed by banks. So that's a they create a use for their money. Wow. I, I, I think that that was very, very powerful. <laughs> uh, so, so, but to me, I I choose to be in the middle path. Mm, uh, mm. No house, you stay in cave, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, but then, uh, then, that's, then the difference lies between home and investment. Mm. Like then, like now, I'm gearing up to commercial properties mm. because you see auction market, right? A lot of homes. You don't see a lot of factories. Mm. Because the needs are there, but then the players are limited. No one walks around with 18%. Hey, no, those are higher, 28% capital, right? For a 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, 10 million. Uh, Crazy. But yeah. when those are on sale, yeah. those the agents, right? Three to six months, clear one. Because yeah. business are expanding. Yes. So yes. again, how do people make money in the industry? Not really from invest, not from investment from their properties. Mm. It's via business. Yeah, mm. yeah, 100%. So Spot on. So when you are investing, like let's say you're buying a home for investment or own stay, right? Investment only if you want to diversify your wealth. Mm. In the first place, you've got wealth or not. Mm. Right, right. <laughs> if you've got no wealth, create wealth first. Like, it's not too late. Ma. Yeah. Then uh, like when you have a job and you have a high income up to 5,000, only you want to start to invest. At that moment, you can own a home first. I mm. think it's fine. Mm, mm. Uh, but then a lot of people buy a dream home, then gear up to a 70% LTV, <laughs> and that plays down to seven, eight years. Yeah. You lose out a lot. Yeah. Uh, Opportunity. So what's a good DSR in your view? You know? Because I, when I saw it as a total outsider, I knew 70% mm. is just pure nonsense. Mm. I knew that number. I'm not even in the industry. So to you, what is a good uh, DSR? <laughs> To me, I wish it was 150. <laughs> <laughs> because I because I know what game I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, correct, so yeah, when right. I look at the announcement where there's a loan where it's going to be two generation, mm. the 60 years loan, to me it's like, wow, if this is a commercial type of loan, uh. I think all investors will go for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Imagine my monthly installment is like one third of it yeah. and my rental is market rate. Ooh. Yeah. So is it an investment tool or is it a welfare approach for... <laughs> For rich people. Yeah. For, uh, for, for, for people who needs a home. Mm, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. So mm, then you come to think of it. Lah. So again, back to the person who wants to buy a house, right? First, you need to think about affordability. Mm. Like if you earn 3,000, then get something within 3,000. Yeah. Uh, then you have 5,000, 10,000. Then, then <coughs> look into 20 different properties. And I think that's very downplayed. I was taught to go for 50. Okay. But 20, I think people give up at four lah, anyway. Yeah. So so after you see 20, really you get uh, kind of used to all the sales pitch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then you really make the decision on yourself. Right, mm-hmm. right. I, I think pe- most people don't go more than five, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I encourage people to make informed decisions. There will never be a perfect property. Mm. Yeah. If everything is perfect, you most probably cannot afford it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So so that's the unfortunate truth, but a lot of people don't accept it. Mm, mm. And the way marketing are done right now, where we like PJ property, 300,000, you book, uh, pay 1,000 to own the house. Wow. Then you guess where all are, all are priced in. Yeah, it's all priced in. Developer will never lose money, man. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Just like social housing. Who is good? Who is, think of my time. Who is paying for the ultimate yeah. bill? Akong, ma. A lot of people think <laughs> it's Akong. Akong yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. They are also uh, from, uh, if I were to start up today again as a 28, right? Uh, it depends whether I need to get married or not. Mm. I will delay my home purchase, purchase as long as I can. Mm. So that's me. La. Then I will, I will invest everything because again, like in your channel, you all spoke about some, you want to diversify everything. Some you want to play only the game you understand. Mm. That's why in my portfolio, I last time shift from stock market, Warren, stock market made my money, jiao. Mm. Because the la- the stress on being updated all the time just yeah, wears me down. Yeah. Trump last time make one announcement, rocket one, crash. One tweet. Uh, <laughs> now in crypto, one tweet crash. <laughs> right? I, I cannot live with that. <laughs> so that's why I, I choose real estate because yeah. no matter earthquake or so, the house still there. Man. Mm. Uh, so that is my mm. appetite. Uh. Mm. So I'd rather focus on the business or the media to make more money then diversify into a property. So 30 years later, I'm very, very confident it's still there. Mm, yeah. Mm, but mm, mm, yeah, so for first timers, then these are the things that you need to think about. Mm. But then all these will be so overwhelming, they decide not to buy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. That's where your channel comes in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, with the channel now, you only consume up to a certain extent that you can absorb. Yeah, your before your brain goes fatigue. Uh. Yeah. yeah, because if, if not, you ask, or oh, then, or oh, probably listed or not. Uh, then you want uh, outskirt or not, uh, high rise or low Endless, rise. Uh. Uh. Uh, yeah, the variables are just just so, so right. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And despite all this, right, the easiest or the best uh, sales pitch, right, is your friend buy it, ma. You buy it. Uh. Mm. You kick in the hurt effect. Understand. Yeah, and that's very the, powerful. And that's the mechanism, the sales mechanism that we all developers use, which is launch, get everyone into the sales gallery and look into the booking chart. Mm. Hey, your friend here. Uh, your friend there. Sticker, la. sticker, sticker, sticker. Then everybody, whoa, 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 no, stop already. For more, for more, <laughs> uh, for more. We're looking at it. Oh, so then in certain countries where in Taiwan, when every unit is booked, they will celebrate. Right? Mm. <laughs> Book. Okay. Uh, level four, five, so yeah. <laughs> then everybody, oh, then you are there, right? Yeah. Then, oh, four, so then, Four six so four seven so yeah. Whoa, then you can chong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of marketing, right? Uh mm. I, I think this is gonna be important. I think uh, to uh, so from the investor's perspective, I mm. mean the stock investor, right? What is a good amount that a company should be spending on on marketing, marketing in, in your view? Percentage wise. Yeah, right? percentage wise or or any other ways you account for this? Uh I think developers different teams have different allocation. Mm, mm, uh, I've mm. seen like some, they are 3%, some of 4% of the, the GDV. GDV, okay. But again, um, when I spend, again, back to the story, there's a timeline for marketing. Mm, By correct, year correct. two, my sales is still 10%. Mm. Then you start to panic, like. really. So, so how, how do I take out budget? 
mm. I raise the price, then camouflage it as a discount to make it more appealing. I see. Uh, and then only I repackage it. So there's a price and packaging. Mm. Uh, so when I look, <coughs> so uh, in the common term is that price and packaging. The price may be very good, but packaging sucks. Mm. Meaning like, okay, like for for one project in this Starbucks city, full 10%, no discount. Mm. But the price is super, super attractive. Mm. Sold out. Some is price super high, but 30% discount. Mm. <laughs> so which one you want? <laughs> so, so people with, so it depends whether you got pocket, money in your pocket or not. Mm, mm, I mm. got money, I go for this kind of property. I got no money, I go for this kind of property. Mm, mm. Uh, then the real, real successful investors are, they have money. They buy things which is like almost fail-proof. Okay. They are getting the lowest price in the market really. And then, okay. yellow. but then for new investors, wannabes, then I got no money, but all the discounts, then the discipline starts to kick in. Suddenly from zero, you have 10 bucks in the bank account. Suddenly when the bank approved next month, you got 150,000 in the bank account. Oh. Oh, a whole different, and wow, money makes a lot of difference. Mm. Suddenly, hey, why eat in? <laughs> why eat in Kopitiam? Let's go to restaurants mm. and things. Uh. Then four years later, only you, you, mm, you go in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one. And, and, and these are normal stories that I get in the emails again. Mm, really, yeah, mm, pretty mm. common. Actually, I even have colleagues. Uh, um, one thing I notice is maybe a group of people who just starting out 3-5K have a big appetite. But where I realize the the ones that is more difficult to unwind are people who, couples who earn probably 10 to 20 kind of thing. And then they start buying the dream home, which is like in... Uh, the bungalows. Uh, like yeah, the bungalows mm, and all that. Mm, and th- that and then suddenly one of them cannot because they have joint joint loans, ma. Mm. One of them cannot cannot make the loan, and that and then they are stuck with a forty five minute commute. What advice would you give these kind of people? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, you can only say you are not forty five years old yet. <laughs> yeah. So it's a okay. Let's admit like, it's a wrong purchase. Like, it's a it's a very wrong decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't encourage people to. Buy mansions so. Yeah, because a lot of them they said, Oh, uh I you know, I, I used to stay in a condo, now I upgrade to something like It's like uh, it's like they they feel like they deserve it. Yeah, yeah, they have arrived, you know. Yeah, they've, mm-hmm. they've arrived. I've arrived. This is my reward. Yeah. And and that's the thing about real estate versus stocks. Mm. Like real estate, right? I can buy this piece of mansion and people are like, Whoa, he's richer. I cannot bring my Online account everywhere <laughs> hang on my neck. C- CDS yeah, account. I got, hey, you see, I yeah. got oh, how much in my, in my yeah. investment. Mm, mm, and mm. I own this property. I can shout to people that like mm. I own Four Seasons. Mm. Whoa, he got one unit at Four Seasons. Eh? Mm, 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 you hold one stock. What's, so, what's that one stock that you can be so proud of? Mm, mm. So it gives, in a way, it's like a bragging rights. Huh? So, yeah. Very, very powerful emotion, man. And, and, and that's why, you know, going back to the discussion of marketing, you know, you guys back in the day, right? Yeah. Uh, developers, you tap into that 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 psychology, right? That's yeah. the button you push. Right. <laughs> so what, what are some of the key buttons that you think are key marketing buttons that A, you think are good practices? Mm. So from the investor's side, right? I look at a company, how they do marketing and say, okay, this is good, right? So that's the first one. The second one as a investor into properties or as a first-time home buyer, what are some of the buttons that they push, the developers push that are actually not so nice. 
I think now uh, investors, like let's say, like if you want to buy into the company stocks, right? Yeah. I think now the marketings are not as diverse anymore. Uh-huh. Because last time it got uh, above the line, below the line oh, kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Now everything's online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's no, not much below the line kind of thing anymore. Yeah. It's quite transparent. That's yeah. Right, yeah. And, when, and when transparency is there, then uh, people kind of know everything really. Mm. Like in the forum, people openly discuss whether this discount is sensible or not. Last time, people don't know it. Mm. So they, they use an information arbitrage to, in a way. Yes. Mm. Yes. So accurately yeah. post, uh, placed. Yeah. yeah, so that's last time people, hey, I give you extra discount, you don't tell people. <laughs> so, now cannot, ma. <laughs> How to hide. <laughs> oh, cannot hide already, ma. So, yeah, so I think from an investor point of view, the marketing then becomes uh, not a great consideration to be considered. La. But, okay. but I think investors are then very influenced by announcements. Mm. Block A sold out. Mm. Block B reopened soon mm. because of high demand. Mm. Oh, I want to buy the store. You see, uh, yeah, but you see, sold out and fully booked different terminologies. Huh? Yeah. Uh, then uh, Block A, I got 100 units, 30% boomy allocation, mm. left 70 units. 70 units, then I block one uh, one type, let's say uh, the the two bedroom type because I think it's going to be super sellable. Okay. I reserve all of us. That's, that's, that's like another 20%. So the remaining, I open for public. Mm. Then business, uh, business associations, associates, sorry, business associates. Okay, you get first, I give you discount. Mm. Then friends and family, okay, give you discount. Mm. Then Dato, you want to know? Tansri, you want to know? Bye, 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 bye. Then left to the market, left 30%, 20%. Mm. Come, full demand, people cannot buy, people feel good about it. Yeah. Hey, I cannot I cannot book a fully sold, but ultimately, then I make the announcement. It's sometimes very weird uh, that before the like during launch and the news of fully booked right come out the next day. Even. <laughs> Plan already. Plan already. Mm. Stage lah. Plan. Yeah, stage. So these are the things that to 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 take note of. Mm. So I will look at the SPA sign. But mm. again, these are not made public. Yeah, you can't you can't go up to the hey, show me all the SPAs of all the buyers. Uh, so like uh, you know, that's why property stocks, it depends on how you analyze the thing, lah. But mm. ultimately, you look into the the accounts. Ultimately, it's still yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the sales is one thing. Then the progress billing is another. But progress billing, uh, I don't think property developers are compelled to divulge all this, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm. publicly. Even mm. even they are public. I don't think they are compelled to divulge. I mean, we were, we have we had a group chat uh, last night. We were talking about a particular company, and they they get their EPCC contractor mega projects, seven mm. billion that kind of stuff, right? Mm. We were just uh, I was just asking. He's a QS. I said, do you think that they divulge their progressive billings? I don't think so. Did you, have you seen? Mm. No. Even even when you're in a developer, they also don't tell you. The Unless you're in the team. Uh, ah, oh wow uh, so even uh, insiders so may uh, not know uh, the and, and some and because now companies are getting bigger and bigger mm. if like hey, it's from the same company ma, why my product is so much suckier than the other projects right? yeah. it's built by a different team almost <laughs> a different company basically. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah so okay. sorry, different decision making skill sets I different see. QS and, oh, uh, interesting uh, good, good stuff man good yeah. stuff that's yeah. why so, the it's, it's just and that's the main reason why I like doing what I'm doing right now. Mm. There's no definite, like from this developer doesn't mean that it won't suck. 
<laughs> yeah. Or, or it's from this developer, it doesn't mean that it will be. It's a case by case basis, right? Yes. Yeah, video essentially, right? Yes. Correct, correct. Yes. So yeah. even from the same company, that, eh, why in this detail? <laughs> Very different. Uh. It's like same father, same mother, different. No, same father, different mother. Or uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Then the design philosophy, then sometimes, A, why different? Mm. So you look into the governance, like yeah. certain uh, developers when from Johor to KL to Penang, uh-huh. the landscape treatments are the same. Mm. Mm. Okay. And they are super proud of it. Then that one, oh, I'm very impressed. Okay. Then some the consistency. In, uh, yeah. Some in like side by side also different. <laughs> What? <laughs> serious? Uh? Uh, uh. Don't, don't they just look over the fence and say, hey, how come the this corridor? Hey, show me your answer. Show me your answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think what would be interesting for your audience, like at first talks point of view, right, would be the phasing of launching. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay. So let's say if I got uh, 1,000 acres, how do I start? So I will sell at a losses. You sell at a loss first? Sometimes. La. Okay. It depends on how rich the company is. La. Okay. So or I just break even. Okay. Then it creates the hype, fully sold. Then phase two, I sell higher, mm. but then I camouflage it with better specs. Ah, so you say, oh, you get this upgrade. This uh, last upgrade. time, empty one, now a bit furnished, oh. semi furnished. Got put aircon, uh, put whatever. Uh, la. So let's like, say now 500,000, 500,000, same, mm. it's 550,000. Mm. Then third phase, okay, we increase 10%, 600,000 now. Mm. 600,000, but you see uh, our size different, mm. bigger a bit. And I now go for, okay, last time individual title, now strata. Mm. Then now I go for luxurious. Then I now see. this one got clubhouse, got security. Mm. Yeah, I go super low. Then I go for 380,000 one, which is like uh last time 2475. Now it's like 2075, okay. 2060, something like that. Uh, so it's to just because the worst thing is uh, when uh, my latest product is cannibalizing the my- existing customers. Right? So the first phase, like property buyers, right? Oh, I buy a 2475 with 500,000. Mm. I'm selling it. <laughs> My latest launch is 380,000. Yeah, it doesn't mm. make sense. Yeah. And then the, it will affect the sub-sale. Understand. But then the weirdest thing is also when the sub-sale prices are dictated by the launching price of the developer ah. for their latest launch. Mm, 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 mm. How you tell me the, the, the market rate is now 700,000 because the developer launched at 750, mm. same size, different specs, but mm. you want cheaper specs. So you think and assume yours is at the same price. I see. And that fixed the market price. Understand. Perception. Uh, so the d- developer then needs to make the decision, okay, do I cannibalize? <laughs> then I can make cash flow. Mm. Or do I maintain... Hold out. Uh, hold it out. Uh, yeah. Hold it out, but I lose money. Mm. Temporarily, no sales, but then everyone happy. That all depends on how rich the company is. Again, no? so right. all these decisions mm. are then very, very different. So like one of my projects, the... I think he has a four years project, but then left like six units of landed, right? Then, okay, do I make a loss just to clear off because ultimately it's fully paid for, yeah, yeah. loan paid really. So all these are cash. Understand. Direct to the end, yeah. the end line, right? Yeah. Then, or, but then when I sell at this price, I will offend the entire <laughs> township of yeah, earlier yeah. buyers. Yeah. But if I don't sell at that price, cash flow. Then these are just hold as assets and then hmm. every year maintenance, la, this, la, that. La, uh. Then it's a it's a huge debate. La, Understand. Those kind of thing. Mm. There's no you need money. La. You need yeah, money. long to short, you need holding power la, and money, which literally is money. La. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So again, it's, it's, it, dip, it differs from project to project, location mm. to location, mm-hmm. CEO to CEO. Yeah. 
So if you have a CEO that only works on the performance of that year, so he's qualified for the bonus. Yeah. Or then the decision making will be very different, man. Ah, versus if he's the founder or MD of that particular company. Oh yeah, man. He has to withstand the brand. Again, it depends. Mm. So like last time I Majai ma, mm. I follow this boss. Hey, the decision making. I want bonus for everyone. So I sell cheap cheap just to make money first. Mm. Or I want to maintain the pricing. So in the long run, I want to make money in the long run or in the short run. Mm. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So sometimes when we oversold the property too fast, we will need to answer in the boardroom. Understand. Are you giving my properties away? Yeah. <laughs> it's a wrong pricing. If it if it instantly sold out, right? It's a wrong pricing. Yeah. The best pricing is when I think like, hey, Good lah, but then uh, yeah, a little bit more. Then people need to think about it. Then that's a bright pricing. I see. Oh, that's a very good point. That's too. the the that's the equilibrium. Ah, <coughs> uh, the equilibrium. So like, eh, uh, a little bit more. Ah, uh, then you're also right. But the risk again. Once I release my launch price, there's no turning back. Mm. So it's easier to start low. Then I start pricing it upwards. Understand. Yeah. Ah, uh, then that's why I have block A, block B, block C, block D. Actually, it's the same product, but then people sell you differently. Faced. Uh, so then I play with the finishing. So mm. two by two tiles. Now I give you three by three tiles. Mm. I give you marble. I give you this. I give you that. But ultimately, right, when you buy property, and when you sell property, right, will you pay more because it's marble? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you really love it. Uh, so, no, like yeah. if you if you really love it, what you can do is you're rich enough, you hack through the yeah. whole thing and build replace <laughs> with your own marble. <laughs> exactly. Mm. So actually they got me a thought, right? If that's the case, right? Because uh, we look at stocks quite quite often very often mm. as well, is that yeah. Then perhaps, right, some of the best developments might be the ones, right, where the main business of the company right, is something else. So, like, for example, Scientex does mm. is the largest simulation when it comes to, like, plastics and all that. Yeah. yeah. And they have, uh, I think, land in Johor, Johor or yeah. something like that. Then, you know, recently we talked about the com- MFCB. Yeah. They run PJ8. Yes. Uh, Mega First. Yeah. So, do you, do you see that trend where actually the best kinds of Developments are the ones where the parent company actually owns like a proper cash flow generating business, so that it doesn't have to have that debate. The property mm. is kind of like by the way, kind yeah, of the thing. by the way mm. kind of thing. Yeah, have um, you seen those evidences? Me, okay, I I, I cannot answer from an investor point of view. Sure, sure, sure. Right? Yeah. I, I've not done enough work there. Yeah, but then if I were to work in such companies, it would suck, uh. Ooh, Why? Uh? Okay, because. Again, like a lot of people think that property development makes money, ma. But mm, yeah. I need to gear up so much risk, correct, for a ten percent profit. Mm, if I would maybe. sold out in four years, yeah, that's a maybe. Also maybe. 10%. And that's a maybe, right? Yeah. Then, uh, what if I just focus my resources on the manufacturing business? Yeah, mm, mm. <laughs> with certainty, I can make money. Correct. Yeah. Then, uh, I just wait out these four years, mm. the profit would have been better. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. A bit less risk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So whatever project that we propose on that particular land will never get approved by the management. Because mm. too much risk, right? Too much risk for that minimal amount of profit. Mm. Understand. Might as well I, <laughs> so might as well I just create a construction arm and list it and unlist and list again. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, we have a joke in our in our various WhatsApp groups and uh, Telegram groups. Uh. they see today mm. this is a slum for the property sector. Mm-hmm. You know, the joke is if you see any property developer listing, it's actually not to make you money. It's actually a bailout. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether you agree with that statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
totally. It's so cap. <laughs> it's so capital hungry. Yeah. Yes. Crazy. No, because you know there was a, you know I think you you know which Telegram group I'm referring to, right? The, the more we see uh, property developers listing at this point of time, uh, it's really, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they need they need money for survival. Already. Yeah, because it's really, imagine it's like from the perspective, if I was a CEO, right, and I, from the perspective of the CEO or the founder, right, my life is really so complicated. And on a list of all, yeah. why would, any, why would anyone all do that? Scrutiny. Why would anyone be a madman and do that? Yeah. Only if they have to raise money. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. going to the bank. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I, I think we get uh, we're gonna end it already. Yeah. Uh, the podcast. Um, <laughs> How long is this? It's two, two hours fifteen. Two hours fifteen. Right? So um, yeah. We so we're yeah. not we're not we're not gonna go for no, the four, four hours. hours no, yeah. No, no, I, no. I do have one technical question. Yeah. Though, yeah, and, can, can, can. yeah. Just because I I I play badminton with a yeah. with a friend who is uh, in construction, and he told me that uh, infra contractors make more money than the normal. Yes. Why? Um, first, scarcity of players. What? So when you say scarcity, what do you mean? Because of the tools they have, the machinery yeah, they have? Yeah. Okay. Then the connections they have. Yeah, yeah. Ah, because it's a government. Infrastructure ah, equals got government. And, and the, the, the simplicity of the work. Lay oh. pipe only. Ma. Oh, okay. La. Or make roads only. Ah, make roads only. Okay. But I, need to, I just need to make 100km. <laughs> In, in, instead of like complication of a small project, but then there's so many variables that so many mistakes that you can make. Yeah, the reason why I want to make that distinction was because when they when a lot of investors go in and they think construction players, right? Actually, that distinction is very very important. Yes, very very important. So yeah. certain so last time as a construction, I was in the construction team. Yeah, we prefer commercial projects mm-hmm. compared to residential. Mm. Commercial projects are more direct. Mm. When I hand over offices, are bare. Mm. So you cannot complain much. Yeah. Then it's fast. Yes. Because it's duplication. Like office towers, I just built the floor plate the same. Yeah. Residential, oh, this one got 12 units, this one got 15 units, this one got 8 units, this one got facility, this one got double height, this one got this. Oh, allow it. <laughs> it, It's complex. Yeah. But yeah. For, the, for less money. Yes, for less money. For more work, less money. Uh, yeah. Then for commercial projects, it's like just whack. Yeah. Infrastructure whack. That's yeah. where they make money. Understand. Like okay. the, the the richest contract subcontractors I know are those that build STPs, sewage treatment plants. Oh. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. My my friend also mentioned about this. He loves they 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 love to go into water treatment plants or mm-hmm. these kind of things mm-hmm. and, and roads because one thing he mentioned was very difficult to quantify. Mm. Because like if you build shop lots or whatever, right, you can calculate the steel whatever. But road, right, you how? <laughs> mm. How you everything late? Habis? Habis? Uh? You uh. late? That, that's it, uh, You know how you're gonna call it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. So like, yeah. uh, I also think that it is more. Uh, I think the the customers you're dealing with is more uh, well fewer yeah. and also mm. more rational. Like if you do a water treatment plan, it's talking to engineers, talking uh, to... Functional. Functional. Fun- functional. Not, not whereas, preference. Yeah. yeah, whereas if you build like a condo and all that, luxury home or that, need, know, need people, gray, people, not people bring, people bring <laughs> sludge hammer. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right. So, so I just want to end last bit, you know, really about uh, YouTube, right? Because I think yep. that is probably your biggest passion or at least being online, you know, yep. giving out content. So, you know, where... We all, we, I think most of our listeners, or if they're living on the rock, please go and Google Iheng. Uh, but most of us know that you know you you're doing review of properties from a very interesting angle, which is more architectural, mm. uh, or rather in combination. 
with the typical property review. Yep. And that's where you are right now, right? So I just want to get a sense, right? What is uh Ehan gonna be in five years? Where do you want it to be rather? Um honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Never thought of it because I'm um, a moment kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm truly enjoying the moment where I think the channel open up like to you guys. Mm-hmm. And you guys know me through the channel. Yeah. And I know a lot of new friends via the channel and it has given me a lot of access to different platforms that I could only imagine last time. Mm. Like now I could have the privilege of having MDs into the show to one by one, Correct. talk like that. Never in, if I'm the chutai or the majai, <laughs> last time, like, don't even dream. Yeah. Okay, Then, um, personally, selfishly, I want to document uh, 1,000 different projects. Mm. Uh, so that's the number. Like, how 1,000? I don't know. It just sounds cool. Mm. But so then, you are at number what now? I'm at, uh, I think by this week, it's 157. All wow. right, man. Yeah. So Five I have, more years, no problem. So I've seen uh, 157, but personally, I've visited so averagely in a year, I will receive uh two hundred over properties. Mm, mm. Oh, okay. Uh, then uh, because sometimes got security problems, sometimes got rain problems, sometimes got technical problems. So those videos cannot come out. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, then uh, because to me, how I just don't understand like how can you call yourself a guru if you have not seen enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Like the thing is now a lot of people fall into that trap where they get into the hype of the person's personal branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. That's right. The uh, suave and the the charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person, wow, you listen to him talk, wow, macam yeah. yes. Uh. <laughs> but he, so I've personally seen like uh, property writers or whatsoever, right? He's teaching people how to make millions in property, but he has no properties. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. and, and that is where I think like, for those uh, who are listening, right? Like I think wh- whoever guests in your channel, mm-hmm. I think that's a gap. People who really know their stuff mm, don't, don't like to really market. share. Yeah, yes. Why right. well, I want to make? I want to create another competitor. That oh, why? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, right? yeah. Then on the other side, people who don't know anything try to make money out of your uh, classes fee. Mm, mm. Correct. So yeah, and that seems to be the weirdest thing about a channel when a lot of people thought that I'm an agent. Mm. Not really. I'm a YouTuber. Not really. Mm. Because I still have a full time job on top of whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Then like, how is this guy? Then a lot of people forget that I'm an investor first mm. before the channel. Mm. Then based on whatever that, is, that I'm spitting in the channel, right? Then a lot of people are like, hey, you are relatively young mm. and in the construction side of things, you need a lot of experience. Correct. You need to cast concrete for at least two years to really understand what is concrete casting. Yeah. But yeah, look, because of the... Intensity of your my training. experience. Yeah, uh, it was not by choice, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm very glad that mm. I met a lot of those kind of mentors that taught me across. Um, now at this particular moment of time, a lot of audience are writing in mm. saying that a because of your channel, I managed to pull the trigger for my very first property, mm, mm. and whether or not is it making money, right? I'm glad that it was an informed decision. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, 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 it was a calculated risk. Mm, so mm. they cannot or they won't like blame people. I understand. Hey, because of him, I buy. Because of you, I buy. Uh, so because of myself, I bought. I'm trying to cultivate this accountability culture. Rather than abdication of accountability. Uh, you make money, you're, you're genius. Mm. You lose money, people's fault. Mm. Yeah. So to, and because it's a personal passion of mine, so I don't think it's anything troublesome at all. Mm. Like, 
if not for the channel, I'm always in property. Mm. Like, like if I were to come, that's why I'm always early for podcast sessions like this or in any podcast where all people crazy one, Sean, come way earlier one. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to check out the properties around. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I will go and look at the drain. Is it exposed? Is it closed? Unless our podcast is in a padang. Uh, then I'll yeah. <laughs> yeah. look at what kind of grass. Oh. The cow grass. Is yeah. Different, Maintenance of like different, different types of grass. Uh. Uh, uh, so, and, and property is one thing that is not as transparent again. Yeah, that's ever right, changing. That's right. Yeah. So like, when I shift over like from stock investing to property investing, right? I realized that gap. Mm. Oh yeah. Not everything is on paper. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that, personally, I'm very fascinated. And now, if I were to look back at episode one, the first project that I've reviewed, now is completed. So wow. last time it was 600 per square feet. Mm. Now it's 1,003 per square feet. Wow. Double. And last time when I tell you, buy this, mm. you didn't listen. Mm. Then you can tell people. Uh, no. So then we'll build up credibility. Mm. Yeah. Like I've seen this place without MRT mm. and now with MRT and more, mm. it makes a difference. Mm. Because last time I've seen places without uh, LDP mm. and with LDP. Mm. You you say only my everybody can say, but now I'm documented. Lah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, personally also because of me reviewing everywhere, I know where to buy first. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so like for this MCO also, I'm like gearing up a lot of property myself mm, because mm. we believe that's going to be a bull run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we see co- material cost increase, la, labor oh, cost yes, increase. Yes, la, yes. And you expect the property price to drop. La. Yeah. Bull. Mm-hmm. Margin is already single digit. Everybody looking to build out already. Yeah, yeah. So like, how is it possible? Like, how you build house and still lose money? Correct. So meaning it's selling at the wrong price, ma. Yes. Uh, but that mispricing only happens for a certain stint of time only, ma. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So before before we end, I also want to get a sense because we are all on, on YouTube, right? May, definitely, we at a much lower level than yours in terms of this next question, which is some of the massive challenges because you're at at a certain profile when it comes to the property market and that comes with its own challenges, whether Mm. it's uh, privacy, whether it's trolls, whether it's uh, silly emails, Mm -hmm. whether it's maybe competitors, you know, know, bad-mouthing you or whatnot. Mm. So what has been the biggest challenge right now being at the level that you're at? Uh, To me, I have adopted this mindset where I will ignore both the trolls also at the same time ignore those kind words mm. uh, interesting you can only choose whether you want to enjoy both or you don't so I only create for what I like mm. and I think that is very important for people to like you for who you are first yeah mm. <clears throat> you know you'll be a, just a people pleaser all the time yes, what people exactly. want what people want what people want then you will lose stamina in your content yeah. creation. Yeah. Like yeah. To me, I slept at two, I woke up at five to edit really. Mm. So I can't wait for the next video to be out. So to me, that is the driving force behind. Then I think like what the vanity scores, I think if you need it for survival, then it's very different. Yeah. Mm. Like a lot of people use the YouTube money for survival. Oh. Different. If it's a marketing channel for like what you guys are doing mm. for a lot of other businesses, then it's a different thing. Mm. Like for me, I will encourage people who with businesses, I will create a channel and I'll switch off the ads. So to make more people come to my channel mm. and then it becomes a big funnel. Mm, mm. And ultimately that will become a separate brand altogether. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah. So now um 
I would encourage more smart people mm. because I believe there's a shortage of content in YouTube. Mm. Oh yeah, good content. Even uh, with uh, so many channels. Uh, so that I think there's like 50,000 hours of content being uploaded every minute. Mm. 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 Uh, but I personally still think that not um, enough. there's not enough good content in... Uh, that's why without hesitation, when you guys ask me to come, I'm... I'm all the way. Mm. Yeah. Because I want to encourage more creators. Mm. That's that's what happened at YS, NYCS YCS, as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's right. So I'll be with you, Sean, what's your motive behind? To me, I want to give out more. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be like my, my subscriber counts, right? Be the indicator of my quality. That's right. That's true. And 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 it's so important because I think one of the vanity metrics that a lot of content creators go for is actually subscriber count, which is mm. ironically mm. not as important as yeah. quality. So so I think that's only about the matter of time. Yeah. Like all the people are very discouraged when there's no uh subscribers. Yes. But then that's also like somewhat an indicator. Mm. Like you can be a artist that you've are in your own world, you paint things, but you cannot survive. Yeah. 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 So you need to take a balance. Yes. So it's your decision to make you want to play the long run or short run. Correct. Uh maybe your work can worth billions when you die. Yeah. When there's scarcity to your work. <laughs> uh, then yeah, also it's really up to your strategy as a content creator. And I would suggest that whatever guess that again that comes right, I would really encourage a lot of them to share. Yeah. Mm. So knowledge is only worthwhile when it's uh, when you are the medium for it, yeah. yes, rather than being kept. Yeah, yeah, and you know, just to just to share uh, from my perspective is that, you know, people who are experts, you know, like you say earlier on, you know, they don't create new competitors. The thing I realize, right, is actually, even when we do, we are very open with our own strategy and all that. Then, then naturally, people ask, like, why do you need if you are making money? Why do you need to share? And yeah. that's a legitimate question, right? Yes. For me, right, for two reasons. Uh, one, right, with what we do, uh, most people won't do the work. Uh. Yeah. Like you say, hey, you review 20 properties, they'll stop at four. Yeah. So I'm not too worried on that. Yeah. The, 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 the second reason actually why to encourage people who are experts and in their field to share is because, right, when you're online and when you share your knowledge, people like you can find you. Yeah. Mm. And so you're then building that network. I think yep. since we started, it oh, yes. was ridiculous. It's like ridiculous. The, the, the kind of people we're meeting, the kind of networks yeah. that have opened, I, I tell you, it's mind-blowing. Right. Yeah. This is this is the, <laughs> this is the amount of subscribers we, we've grown to. This is the amount of money we've made. Yeah. This is the amount of people we've met. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. And that is like, that is an ROI that you can't really calculate, but it's massive. Just to add on to, yeah. to, to your point about being online and experts coming to do, is, is this, when you deem yourself as an expert, Actually, you you should be more humble, mm. and what I mean by that is that by getting or expanding your network and sharing what you know, yeah, you are encouraging a pool of people to give you feedback. Yeah, and when you get that kind of feedback at people playing at the top of their game, what happens to your game? Mm. I think that's even more important. Uh. Yeah. That, that that's something that I've learned because, in a way, you know, we we're starting a crypto channel soon. I think by the yeah. time by the time uh, this podcast comes out. I'm so excited mm. because when I get to meet people like you, Sean, I get to meet people uh, within the circle of investors and, and they are at the top of the game. When you already sharing and paying it forward, right, you are likely to encourage that kind of behavior as well. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah. that's something that I'm 
really, really, uh, you know, uh, excited about. Uh, yeah. And, you know, just to give a sense, right, look, Warren Buffett, arguably the most successful investor of all time, um, he has been, he spends four hours every year on his AGM to share his wisdom. Or longer. <laughs> or longer. Yeah. Uh, six hours sometimes. Yeah. Every year he does it. So there's hours and hours of content about his strategy and all that. Yeah. And his stock still grew by like a million percent. Like, yes. like I'm not joking about the number, a million over percent, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it really, um, that is one of the realizations I got also, which is actually you share also that it doesn't cost. Less than any- 1% of people are going to take action. Right. No, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, like put it this way, we, we, we do coaching and we, we, we teach yeah. people this, right? I, I have a joke with MJ. Those people that buy our courses, whatever, and we don't make tons of money out of it, 80% will fall through. Yeah. Mm. Because they don't want to put in the work. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. they don't want, it's, it's like there's no motivation for them. Like what you say, like you bring people review property for my the one I bought in Moncara, uh, mm. uh, Sean, I reviewed sixteen. <laughs> mm. Even then, my wife was about to give up. Ready, I said, no, 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 let's let's go for another one. You know? mm, mm, mm. How many people are willing to put in yeah. the work? So, so we, we and yours are on your yours can be done on table. Yeah, yeah not, exactly. Not, property, property not under crazy. the sweat, under the uh, sun. So a lot of people don't know. Like if you go to a weekend, you Saturday, you just make two appointments, three appointments. You will sweat, then you get hungry, then you get dirty, then yeah. like, you know what, I just buy one. Exactly. It's exactly. more Malaysian weather. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, Sean, it's been an absolute pleasure to get you on this podcast. Um, we would love a part two, if yeah. you're okay with it. Um, because we want, we want the combined podcast to beat the YCS one. That's, that's the key. That's the key. You see, guys. I told you he had a fake yeah, story, right? YCS. That's the key, man. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, jokes, jokes aside, right? Uh, where, just to end, where can people find you? Yeah. Um, everywhere online. Um, generally, I'm more active on YouTube and TikTok and LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook. Generally, it's all. <laughs> then uh, I started a Twitter account. I started a BitCloud account. Are you still uh, on Clubhouse? Uh? Are you still, uh, I'm still club? there, but then uh, it's like a place for people to shout out their title only. So, <laughs> but I'm there for live Q and A's though. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm there randomly. Mm. So if uh, somebody is just there, so we will chat about because. Property is also like contextually, is your second property or your 50th property is different. Mm. Yeah, Single yeah. income, double income, being different. Yeah. So you can just find IHERNG on any platforms. Mm. I think by Google, so you type IHERNG, everything will come out already. Sure. Mm. All right, man. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And guys, I hope, no, I'm very sure you got a lot of value out of this podcast. And uh, yeah, anything property, I'm quite sure if you're, especially in the Klang Valley region and you are thinking on this property and you're wondering whether they should get it, I think when you Google the name, Ai Heng will probably be there. Yeah. And you know, as you hear, he has a target of hitting 1,000 uh, projects reviewed. And yeah, guys, um, see you in the next podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.